This week on Red Notice. It's Red Notice. This Honey, week we're live in Moscow, scouring the city for talent. The world's best communist is out there. Could it be you? Whoa, Seth, whoa. Whoa. Hey, keep it PG here. Yeah, Jesus, man. <laughs> I know you're the resident. performer. Yeah, let's let not Seth do this one. Yeah. Brian, you take this one. Our next performer is here to... What are you, what are you doing today, sir? I'm out to get vodka. And, and what exactly is your talent to be noticed as a red? I drink vodka. Very Ooh, fast. He's drinking vodka, folks. He's drinking vodka. Let's let's hear it for the man and let's see it. I did it. Do you, you notice did. me? We we notice you. Unfortunately, we we are not approving of your talents. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give a thumbs down myself. What about you, Paula Abdul? <laughs> I thought your Whoa. outfit was great. <laughs> and what about you, Randy Jackson? Seth. That is that is horrific. That, that is the most vile thing I've ever heard. We have you to need stop to shut up. Okay. Bro, you need to chill over here. That's crazy. Let's get red noticed up in this bitch. Just because he's on Zoom doesn't mean you can act like this, Seth. Yeah, this Just is because you're outside of our boundaries of our our normal physical space. So Seth usually joins me here in my office, but he had to do it virtually this week on his uh snowball little mic that Devin's got. So he's doing it virtually, but uh Apparently, without me by his side, he's a loose cannon. Yeah, and he—he's saying he doesn't know if his audio is working or not. I think I'm sure it is. So I can hear him. Fine, so I'm sure. I can yeah, hear him too. Fine. So I mean, if, if for some reason if he was right, you can tune into the YouTube and you could see. You could of also course. see me wearing my captain's hat. Yes, your Captain Crunch. You said my yeah my Captain Crunch hat. I went to the I went to Cracker Barrel yesterday for brunch. This is just sitting there. I also bought socks with sharks on them, so I was like, "Oh, did we're you gonna pay be for it." I did. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, I thought it's I I thought about making a three D printed hat to exchange it and then sneak <laughs> out with it, but I didn't. Good and bit. I didn't have the that. You, time. The way you framed it made it sound like you just grabbed a hat that was at a table. You're just sitting there. No, no, it was it. in the. Seth, you don't know that Cracker Barrel has a gift shop. That's. He's, when, he's drunk or when, something. When was have you never been to a Cracker Barrel? It's the whole in, entrance. Like you can't get in without it. <laughs> did you did you play the little tic tac toe game? Of course, of course, the peg game. Of course, he did. 
the peg game. Seth, not that kind of peg game. Jesus Whoa. Christ. Yeah. Dude, oh my god. Was, we did a movie. Did we, we did do a movie today, in fact. Yeah, we did. Um, And I've got some questions for you. Ready. First question. Set. Go. Hike. Hockey pucks. Nice. Um, first question is, do you like superhero films? I sure don't. Because this movie sure had a lot of superhero actors in it. Yeah, and superhero, like, beats and superhero sort of themes, if you can call them that. My other question for you is, do you like, like, heists and double crosses? crosses and stuff i do i think intrigue sort of i think twists and turns awesome like give me those oceans movies steven soderbergh amazing i also love that one random episode of rick and morty where they do all the heists have you seen that one it's in the first three seasons it's in the fourth season so Uh, no seth i know you have goodness yeah chill (laughs) <laughs> but um yelling. so if you like heists or superhero films and actors in them you've come to the right place this is the good the bad and the movies 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 and I'm we lucas. got you got lucas seth virtually me brandon tigner devin cannot Snedeker. be here today unfortunately yeah, i almost had devin almost really? had devin yeah so i messaged him separately i was like hey can you make it on he's like sure yeah uh what time are we going tomorrow i was like lucas said like six and he's like damn i got a dinner from like five to nine i was like that's the longest dinner and he's like a long dinner he's like well it's with my son and my aunt i was like fine whatever but we need you next week this is actually our season six finale before we do our bracket yeah clap it up chew it up <laughs> what are you eating Dots pretzels? Uh, some, uh, yeah, but the honey mustard ones. Mmm. I think uh, Alex is pulling a pizza out as well. Nice. Um, for the update. So, this is our season finale. I figured we would do, like, this big kind of, um, well, it is, it is big budget. I, I, I thought it was okay. I'll, I'll say it now. <laughs> I, I did not. <laughs> I loved it! <laughs> Seth, we're already saying what we're thinking, so what do you think? I mean, yeah, we, yeah, we kind seems of knew that line. was coming. Yeah, we, that seems in line with you. Um, but Not enough vampires, is that what you said? <laughs> well, I mean, it's no Morbius, but... It was, there was no Morbius. There was not a Morbius, but this week we watched um, Red Notice from 2021, a Netflix original film. Had you heard of it at all? No, which is crazy. Yeah, there. I feel like, did you hear of it before? I had. Um, there were two <laughs> that I made its way onto its podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seth. Yeah, I figured you no. hadn't heard of it. Um, it was between this and another like actiony Netflix film that nobody had ever heard of called Gray Man. Also s- shitty. I haven't seen that one, but it's it's bad. I saw that one. And then I watched Barry Lyndon after, and Barry Lyndon was so good. <laughs> it's so full of heart. Um, so I'm looking for something after this one. But before we get into it, we're drinking beers. Uh, Red Notice, I got us, well, it was supposed to be me and Seth, but he had to do it virtually. Red Red's Apple Ale. 
obviously reds. I like angry orchard yeah. ciders more. I think I've done red's apple ale on here once before. I, I was like trying- to drink some of those when I was like 19. <laughs> when I was like 11. Yeah. Lucas, what are you drinking? Uh, I have a Dr. Pepper cream soda, zero sugar. I also have a little, little red sports drink. Nice. Kirkland Seth? style. What the fuck? Uh, vile. You're not drinking cum. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Um, so 5% alcohol for me. I haven't had dinner yet, so we'll see where I get with three of them, but they're, they're fruity and light. Um, director today. He's got a dumb name. <laughs> it's a long name. Ross and Marshall Thurber. <laughs> Thunder, Thurber. isn't it? No, it's Thurber. Oh, I thought it was Thunder. Thurber, I hardly know her. Thunder, I hardly know her. Seth, you would Thurba girl. You mm-hmm. definitely would. Um, what, it, what movies have he done? I, I know a couple. So he's done, he did things that I did not know that he had done. Um, never heard of this director before, but when I looked at his filmography, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. One, yeah. like his first ever film that I saw that he really did was Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Yes, yeah, a, a pretty charming little little spoof of a sports I, movie. I love Dodgeball. Um, he did one I think Dodgeball called... came out at the right time when a lot of us were like eight or ten or whatever. And we're like, yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> I don't know if it holds up. I, I still think it's pretty good if you watch it back again. Ben Stiller's performance is great in it. I'll have to check it out. He he does go pretty over the top. Um, he did a movie called The Mysteries of Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in that town. Um, he did. Uh, the, Marina loves this movie. We're the Millers. That's yeah. That seems like a pretty schlocky comedy movie. I bet that made like. Four hundred million dollars or something. I, I bet it did. It's relatively funny as well. I, I'll, I'll watch it. It's a mindless comedy that I can put on and just kind of enjoy. Yeah, I don't. Isn't it Ed Helms? Is he the main guy? Uh, no. Jason Sudeikis is the main, but Ed Helms is the double-crossing drug lord. In That's it. right. Yeah, I didn't like him in that. No, I didn't either. Um, a, a movie that Devin loves, uh, "Marry Me." <laughs> yeah you're, you remember when when we brought up annie page. hall and he's like well it's 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 maybe it's no maybe me. it's no mary it's, yeah. yes that that's the the jennifer lopez yeah with owen wilson yeah that is jaylo that is who they're talking about yeah so. Ka-chow. yeah yes well and i don't know why seth but like De- so we had watched we watched uh fool's gold and then yep. we watched Friend with Benefits, and then he went to Denver. Um, I thought the name of a movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Devin yeah. went to Denver. Den- Devin actually did go to Denver, Seth. And then we watched The Hottie and the Naughty without him. That was a great episode with Marina and Alex. And then yeah. he came back, and we're like, because he was like, oh, I hate I hate rom-coms, everyone. So we're like, well, let's change your mind. Let's do a masterpiece, which is how we started doing the masterpiece for themed months. And then he was like, well, I watched it's Marry not, Me, and that yeah. that changed my life. I was like, what the fuck? He said it's the perfect rom-com or something to that effect. <laughs> and then we watched Annie Hall. <laughs> and he was pretty mid on it. I think he liked Annie Hall in the end, but I think he liked Marry Me better. You haven't seen Annie Hall, have you? I didn't think so. You would love Annie Hall. We should... You should watch Annie Hall. Redo Annie Hall on the podcast? 
No, I'm just saying Seth should probably watch it. We can do Manhattan. Or Little Manhattan. No. Okay. Um, two more things that he's directed is uh, Central Intelligence. Who is in that? That came out that's, very recently. I think that's The Rock. I thought it was The Rock, too. Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's one of The Rock's boys. And then the last one that he did was the movie called Skyscraper with that's the, the rock, rock with boy. the rock as well. Yeah, is that he the must... one? What's the one with the gorilla? Is that called Rampage? Yeah, that also has yeah. the rock, but that's not his I directing. Hate the rock. <laughs> the the guy who did Rampage was the guy who did San Andreas. Yeah, that's right. And then our his writer, our writer today is Ross and Marshall Thurber again. He's got the same yep. filmography for writing, except he didn't write We're the Millers or Marry Me, so. Those were for hire jobs. <laughs> yeah, apparently. The ones that Some Marina and Devin love. Yeah. Um, Not of his originality. No. And then. He wrote this one, though. He wrote twists. Yeah. Kind of. And then a cast for you. You got Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Ugh. Just. He's just like a, a fucking wooden slab. I know both of your takes. This. We've already done that. Yes, I know, Seth. We've done this. We did it with yeah. San Andreas. Yeah. I, I think he looks like a frog in this one. He's like wearing the suit the whole time, but he's just too big <laughs> to be so to be like a leading man and not like, a villain or a henchman. He's too big. Like he Ryan Reynolds. Like a, like a fucking creature. Like Ryan Reynolds is a six foot tall, like very lean, like but muscular Slender. man, and he looks like a twig next to the rock the whole time. Yeah, well, he looks normal, and he looks like <laughs> yeah, he's wearing yeah. a suit. <laughs> and the rock literally looks like a Pokemon of sorts. He just waddles around with a gigantic fucking suit on. Yes, that's exactly like Golem. I was going to say Golem, too, yeah. Correct. Um, it, it hurts every movie he's in. It, it's like hard to like judge a movie for that point, but his size people hurts love movies. Him. It, Highest paid actor in Hollywood. The, it hurts his movies that he's that big. It's the people's rock. Just take a month off of lifting. <laughs> um, he does. I think he does. He does. Yeah. He um, does. I think he does fit into like the Fast and Furious semi decent across from like Vin Diesel and Jason Statham. It makes a little more sense. And apparently yeah. now Jason Momoa and Charlize Theron and Brie Larson and Ludacris and Tyrese Gibson and Michelle Rodriguez and uh, yeah, those, those kind of make sense. Or they're like cartoony, you know? Yeah, way over the top. I mean, this is car cartoony and over the top, wow. but it's just I he's too big. Dwayne Johnson. You also I we already mentioned Ryan Reynolds is in here. Fuck him. You've got Gal Gadot hey, or Ryan Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. That's what I thought. That rhymed. Nice rhyme. Thanks. Of course, she is a Israeli, former Israeli army member, like all true Israelis. Is she? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's how she knows all that karate and shit. Oh, wow. It's called Krav Maga over there, I believe. Or some shit. Krav Maga. Or is that um, Brazilian? I think, I think that's fucking Israeli. I think... No, I thought that was Brazilian. Anyway, but those Israeli three are all... Oh, the, oh no, maybe it is Australian. All three of those are Probably superheroes. Yeah. And then you've got uh, Ritu Aria. You got the most Greek name I've ever heard of. Chris Diamantopoulos. Diamantopoulos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got Ivan. 
He's Canadian, and he's he's in mm-hmm. Silicon Valley, and he's doing like a fucking horrific accent. <laughs> he's playing a Spanish arms Sot- dealer. Sota voce. <laughs> yeah, you've got yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've got Ivan Bakop, M B A K O P. Oh fuck me, K O P. K O P. K O yeah. Shut up, Seth. I know. Um, you've got Vincenzo Amato. Raphael Patardi and uh, Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. He did make it in there, which I seen on the cake, really. <laughs> I know, Seth, that you wish it were Dom Hall Gleason. It's not Dom Hall Gleason. Jesus. That would have been so much better. <laughs> I love Dom Hall, too. It was just Frank. Frank is their, lit. Mu- Frank is their musical it- guest. That, that's the triple cross at the end. Or if this movie was just Frankenstead. Frankincense. Oh, you could do that for your wow. birthday pick. You could. I don't want to do a brighter summer day. I know you. No, we're not doing that one. It's too long. <laughs> of course we are. You'll just have to watch it in three or four segments. You know, if no, because I Seth and I watch it together, which means I can't do that. You'll just have to start watching it pretty soon. Yeah, apparently. God damn, it's four hours, people. And that's a cast. Big, big name cast. Big O. Yeah, big O, big O. Hit that sligo. Fucking this bitch and she's second Monday. <laughs> yeah. That's your favorite rap, Seth. Um, a plot. An Interpol agent successfully tracks down the world's most wanted art thief with the help from a rival thief, but nothing is as it seems as a series of double crosses ensues. Sure is. It's kind of James Bond meets the Oceans movies, I would say, in like in like a Marvel universe sort of way. That's not that's not a bad way to put it. Thank you. <laughs> is it is it a good way? Yeah. Oh. You're welcome. Uh, um, but the the plot intrigues me right away. Like I said, I love a good double cross thing. A hezi, yeah, have you seen a hezi tween tween, yeah. No, I have not. Have um, you seen all the Craig Bond movies? The Mad Damon ones? No, the Craig, the Daniel Craig ones. Oh, I was thinking you were talking about the Bourne movies. I have not seen all the Bourne movies. I have definitely not seen all the Bond movies, and I have not seen all the Craig Bond. I've only mm. seen Casino Royale. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But I need to watch Skyfall. I've heard I need to watch Skyfall. Skyfall's good. Yeah, they're all pretty good, I think. Mm-hmm. No Time to Die. One with Christoph Waltz is pretty good. Oh yeah, that uh, Spectre. That's right, Spectre. Oh, and then and they've all got their songs, you know. But um, yeah, I no have not goodies. watched. <laughs> and yeah, I need I to catch up on the Mission Impossible's too. Those are fun as well. The I haven't seen I- those as well, and those are pretty cool. I've heard the last one I watched was Ghost Protocol, which blew my mind whole. Ooh, I've heard Fallout is next level too yeah i have heard that not my butthole seth it did not fall out my butthole um history you want to hear some history today of red notice no just just general history 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I just guess. I just start talking about like Genghis Khan and shit. Nice. Of course, about Red Notice. Um, this is a 2021 American action comedy film originally planned for release by Universal Pictures. The film was acquired by Netflix for distribution. It began a limited theatrical release on November 5th, 2021, before digitally streaming on the platform a week later on November 12th, 2021. Netflix claims the film became the most-watched film in its debut weekend, as well as the most-watched film within 28 days of release on the platform in Netflix, displacing a previous film we've done on here, Bird Box. Bird Box. Um, it has also it. become... You haven't seen Bird Box? Nope. You didn't even watch it before we did it on the podcast? No, I did like the episode, though. It's a good episode. Do you ever do the Bird Golden Box? Days. Yes, at the bird box challenge where you put your, you you close your eyes, like you blindfolded yourself and tried to walk around the house and see if you didn't die. Didn't do bird box challenge. What happened with yours, Seth? No fucking way. Jesus. No clothes. Yeah. And you fell into her? Oh my god. Classic big dog. He does. Um, it also became the fifth most streamed movie title of 2021. Just for you, I, I'm sure you guys probably noticed by watching the end of the film, but two sequels are in development and will be filmed back to back with Dwayne uh, Reynolds and Godot and Thurber expected to return as the writer director. There, cool. there are rumors of an ensemble cast for the sequel, similar to the Ocean series, with some potential actors that were considered for this film um, appearing in the sequels, such as Tom Cruise, Nicolas Cage, and Keanu Reeves. Sure, why not? Next one will cost a billion dollars. Be seen by five people. Brad Pitt, I mean, has- Matt Damon. George Clooney coming back. I mean, has have you ever heard this movie talked about in any capacity? No, that's the funny thing is everybody I I've like mentioned it to like, oh, I maybe heard of it, and they're like, well, did you watch it? Like, no, I did not. I've never heard it in any sort of discourse at all. Did not know it was a thing. Did not know The Rock was in it until I turned it on. I just remember seeing an ad for it with Marina, and we we're like, what is this? This is just names, like. Exactly. And then we didn't watch it, so. Here we are. Here we are. And it's budget time. The budget bitches. The budget bitch. Coming on down to the budget bitch. Budget bitch. Budget bitch is a trademark of the good, the bad, and the movies. Anybody who tries to replicate will be prosecuted, not persecuted. Budget bitch. Budget liar. (laughs) (laughs) Liar, liar, vampire. Hmm. A, a goaded movie. Well, I wouldn't say goaded. Yes, there were va- there were vampires in it, Seth. You he should watch, watch that. that. You need to watch that. <laughs> you would love yeah. the staring contest finale. His new favorite movie. <laughs> He's like, move aside, Frank. We're doing liar, liar, vampire again <laughs> for my birthday. That'd be great. Um, budget, uh, Seth. What do you think the budget for this is? I'm not letting you go one up on Lucas. Okay. Okay. 
Um, I know what the budget is. What is the budget? I think it's two hundred million. I saw that accidentally yeah. <laughs> when checking out the runtime. Yeah, it's two hundred million, Seth. You, I mean, That's I mean, hundred and twenty is a reasonable guess, but yeah, two hundred million dollars. No, I'm I'm with you, Seth. That is like a absurd amount of money to spend on a movie. Movie, and you want to know a crazy part of this budget is when I was doing my research, I found that. $60 million of it was just paid to the three leads. Each of them were paid $20 million for sense. their role. Gal Gadot was being lowballed, and she was like, nah, <laughs> I, need, I need that rock money. <laughs> that milk money. I think the director probably, I would bet, raked in a similar fee. The director-writer. Probably. This, <laughs> is a, this is a lot of money. Yeah. That I think milk I, money. <laughs> I, that just get, got to me. We can get to the the box office returns too, but I don't I don't know if they're warranted. But Netflix has did their own shit right now. Yeah. So, yes, Seth, you can use what I said in the history. So, like I said, one week at the theaters is all it That's had. Crazy. I couldn't find exactly what it was. I did find the opening weekend <laughs> of how much it made, but not that, that the whole week. It then. Um, so Lucas, you're going first. What do you think it made worldwide or at least opening weekend? I don't care what you guys get. <laughs> I mean, $200,000. Okay. Seth. Seth's our winner. It's, wow. Yeah. It's 1.5 million. That I'm surprised by that. Yeah. That's how much it made opening weekend. And then as I started trying to find how much it made like worldwide, like in that short time, the one site said it made well north of two million. I was like, that could be anything. <laughs> that could be two that could be three million. That could be a hundred million. I don't know. Hundred million. It it made eight trillion dollars in one week. But that is like its its total then as well. Yes, that's its total. But then I got onto this big thread of trying to find how you can compute sales from Netflix. And Netflix yeah. releases all of its data analytics for how much people watch it. So when you do the math, Allegedly. this is what I what yeah. This is what I found out. So, this film had been watched for 278 million hours. So if everyone <laughs> watches this 200-hour film, Sat through the whole thing. So, that comes out to 139 million households watching it, which is about two thirds of the Netflix using population that watch this. Where yeah. are all these people? It's they're always they're shady and they're inflated. I think I've, I'm sure some people watched it four or five times. Some psychos out there to inflate the numbers. I'm sure it accidentally autoplayed for most people. I mean, even if even if some people do choose to watch it four or five times, that's like somebody going to the movie theaters and watching the Avengers four times. I know, but it's Netflix is goofy too because you can't count that as regular movie sales. Because how many people were just like, "Ah, fuck it, we'll throw on whatever's on Netflix." Instead of being like, "I'm gonna go out and purchase a subscription so I can see Red Notice." Yeah, and I mean that's fair. Like it, it's way more accessible to get these high numbers. But if you do the computing with the 139 million households, if only one person per household paid a matinee ten dollar movie ticket price to see it, its global box office would bring in 1.39 billion dollars, making it the 12th highest grossing film of all time. Yeah, had that success translated. I honestly, I bet if this did like 
because it was released like in the height of COVID and everything. That's why it was on Netflix. I bet that's if this went to it, theaters, yeah. I bet it makes close to a billion dollars. I don't know way. Anything with the rock is going to, and Ryan Reynolds and all that shit. I'm, I'm sure. I bet it, I bet in a normal year, if this came out tomorrow, I bet it would make, it wouldn't make as much as a fucking Nintendo dudes. I mean, they, they, they've made like 500 million so far. Yeah, I think. Thank you, Seth. I, I think it's like a two hundred million dollar. No, you guys are wrong. You think they just broke even on it? Yeah, if not flopped. I went to go see the Mario movie. <laughs> you baby, Marina wanted an icy, so we went to the movie. Went, that's a good reason. Was we it, went, was it we pretty watched, baby? Yeah, I wouldn't say it was baby. Um, it's not what everybody's chalking it up to be. But it's like a, it's like a seven. It's it's decent. There's some mm. good nostalgia. It's fun. Um, there's Were like there babies there. We went on a we went on a Monday at six p.m. So no, there were there was like two children, but that was about it. It was a very empty okay. theater actually. Okay. But it was okay. fun. There were a couple plot holes. There were a couple bad parts, but yeah, I mean it's 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 Mario. It's probably about and a seven. And this is Red though. Notice. And this is Red Notice. Yeah. Okay. That's budget. Taglines. Seth. Oh, you're not. I guess yeah, I you never can't s- do it. I never said it's virtual. Let, yeah. Let, I'll do it. There are four of them. Oof. First one. Pro and cons. Dumb. A reaching. Well, well, I'm going to. A pro art thief <laughs> and cons. <laughs> Reaching. Yeah, ex- exactly, Seth. Um, well, I'm going to tell you right now, that's the best one of the four. No! I can't because imagine. The next one is just Some Seek. <laughs> that, some Seek. That's, that's I like that. Some Seek, Some Wander. The next one is Some Hide. Ooh, I like where it's going. And the third one, or the yeah, fourth one is... It's got to be some heat, some seek, some hide, some find. Okay, Seth? Some Gross. thief, yeah, that's not bad. No, that's not what he said. He said some doggy. <laughs> the fourth one is some escape. Okay, uh, okay. Now, I, do. If I think some if do. you had the some seek, some hide, some escape all together, that would be a pretty good tagline. But individually... Bad. You just, see, you just see the poster and it just says some hide. You're like, what the fuck? I think it's indicative of like a larger marketing campaign, it seems. Yeah, probably. But I think pro and it's cons probably one is of the probably characters. The it's probably one of the characters each had their own like character poster. Oh, excuse me. Who, who is who? I bet The Rock seeks. He is seek. The Bishop, Galgado's hide, and Ryan Reynolds is escape. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's, I think that was pretty easy. Taglines of our own? These are not great. Um, made by robots. <laughs> um, where, where the red notice grows. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It, well, real fucking good. good, yeah. Uh... Hmm. Red Notice Lobster, when you're here, you're happy. 
<laughs> is that what their slogan is? You're here, you're happy. No, I think that I think that's part of like it's when you're here, you're family, and that's the Olive Garden one. Yeah, it's Red Seth, Lobster. No, yeah, seafood. Yeah, I was right. Okay. That, that is right. Seth, yeah. what is Red Lobsters though? Then. Okay, I mean, I guess I don't. I don't. That doesn't ring a bell. That's Taco Bell. No, that's below the border. Have you ever eaten at a below the border? No, is that a thing? Yeah, there, that was an actual restaurant. That with the chips. There was one oh, here gross. in Billings for a while, and then it went out of business. But below anyway. the border. Yeah, taglines for you guys. I I came up with a couple already. I had one. What'd you say? Made by robots. Oh yeah, that's right. Taylor Swift's Red Notice album. Yeah. Seth? Gross. That's fucking disgusting, my guy. Gross. Dude. Red Puss. <laughs> red Red Starbird. Yeah, yeah. You're watching too Ugh. many TikToks. Um, okay. Facts time. Sure. Red facts. Put the facts, facts in the bag. Put the facts in the bag actually kind of works with this. Because it's an art thief? Yeah. It's a egg, it's egg a facts. heist. Cleofaxra. Oh shit, Cleofaxra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gotta that. be a Cleofaxra's gotta be a or <laughs> yeah, we could do put the facts in the bag, Seth. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he always wants that. Let's I like Cleofaxra. Let's do Cleofaxra. Objection your facts. What? Instead of your honor. Uh, not the best. Yeah, we do Cleofaxra. We could do Red Square facts since they were in a Russian prison. Was that what they were? At the one point they were in a Russian prison. Yeah, he was like in pictures of Putin. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get there, yeah. Let's do Cleofaxra. Okay. Okay. Oh, you made it! Thank God! I was praying for you! Don't give me that shit! You were gonna leave me? You said save yourself! I said go, but I didn't mean without me. You said go, save yourself, and I was gonna carry you with me in my heart like an eternal flame, you stupid complainer. Why is that blinking? You just had to put the pretzels in your mouth right during our pause. <laughs> I got him in, though. I, I, I don't know if I could keep this up anymore. With Seth? Yeah, we crossed you guys. We did. It's a twist. The He's first, not here. The first big twist. He's not here. He wasn't having audio problems. He's having attendance problems. He's gonna get a demerit. He might. Where is he? Or is uh, that appropriate to share? 
it, I mean, he had to go to the hospital to see his grandpa. He got life flighted in, so. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry he was going. Say. He was he was going through like chemo infusions every week. He would travel in on Wednesdays, but then mm. but then things escalated real quick. So he was like, "I should probably go." And I was like, "Okay." Well, he's in our prayers. Yes. Whatever's most and red notices. He is. So he did not watch the movie. No, he did not. Had you watched the movie before? I'd never seen. No, I don't think any of us had. Nobody did. Nobody. All right. Fucking first fact reference. for you. When John Hartley, who is played by Dwayne Johnson, arrives at Sotovoce's masquerade party, he hands security an invitation with a QR code on it. If you pause the scene and scan the code on the screen, it brings you to an unlisted video with the movie's bloopers. That's so dumb. I fucking hate that shit. <laughs> you you were ready for something like legit, like something like historical. Yeah. No, it's just the bloopers. <laughs> They're so. I'm sure there was. It was all the Rock. I'm sure flubbing his lines. What was that, fucking Seth? Creighton. No, he's not here. No, it's probably not. just Ryan Reynolds being a goof. Hate that guy. Why do you hate, hate Ryan Reynolds? Guy. Despise him. He's long been one of my least favorite actors. Mostly because of he cannot shake his fucking shtick that he always does. His little clippy thing. And then this movie in particular, we'll get there, but it's, it's just weaponized in the, in the shtickiest of fashions. I will say that hit, I, I haven't seen it, but I know that it's played well because that's the character in general from the comics. It works with Deadpool because that's how Deadpool yeah, kind of is, is. Which is um, the, the start of all this bullshit in some form or fashion. But have you seen Just Friends where he plays the fat guy? Mm-mm. And then he slims down and gets hot and then he tries to win the girl of his dreams back. But she realized that she loved wanna. him for his personality instead of his fat the whole time. I don't wanna. He's he's just, he can never shake the shtick. Maybe we'll do it on the podcast so you have to watch it. Then we're doing Brighter Summer Day as well, which we are <laughs> doing. Um, next one is that when they enter the vault um, in Argentina in an hour 27, 38 seconds, John Hartley shines a light on a crate marked Top Secret Army Intel 9906753 Do Not Open. That's the crate number which holds the Ark of the Covenant at the Raider at the end of the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Thought it might. And makes, yeah. Ryan Reynolds, Nolan Booth whistled that theme as he was walking down. He did. I was wondering if they were gonna get in he trouble did. for that. I don't know. I don't have I wonder that if they'd like call Spielberg and be like, hey, we're whistling around <laughs> the theme. We're invoking you. Let us invoke you. They did. He did and he they let invoked. them apparently. He did. Um, Jurassic next. Park was talked about all the time, too. Yeah, it was, actually. They really invoked him. And the, uh, there was an E.T. The... Was there? No, there was not an E.T. Oh. in here. There was... The description of the movie on Netflix was sold as, like... The like main selling point was that there was a Pulp Fiction joke in there. Did your <laughs> Netflix description have that, too? I didn't read my Netflix d- description, oh, it was like, but... Like, placed around a well-timed Pulp Fiction joke, and there was, like, a second-long throwaway <laughs> line. No, it's the watch is... from the Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's was part a, of... I said it. There we go. This movie's... This movie's crimes. It's, it's grab. Um, my next fact is that Cleopatra's eggs, the three of them, are the artifacts that are hi- highly sought after as this movie's MacGuffin. 
but they are a fictional story artifice and do not actually exist in real life. <clears throat> Many of the cast and crew members were so convinced by the storytelling and history that they thought the Cleopatra's eggs were real. Fucking morons. That they're making a documentary? <laughs> I mean, I thought the storytelling for the Cleopatra's eggs... I mean, I don't think you needed the documentary stuff and the narrating, but, like, the idea of having yeah. these... Fabergé golden eggs that existed that it's really no different than the fool's gold construct that's true a better movie than this <laughs> um next in preparation for filming the Porsche chasing it was a Jaguar it wasn't a Porsche there was a Porsche one was it there was a couple yeah I, th- I, when he, I thought it was a Jaguar maybe I was wrong where he gets, no races, where the rock gets into the little car as he's trying to chase fucking yeah, right Ryan Reynolds on the bike. Yeah, he falls through the tent and he steals a Porsche. Oh, see, I thought it was a Jaguar when it said Jet. I thought when he pushed the start button, it said Jaguar. But anyway, when he does the Porsche chase scene, Dwayne Johnson got stuck trying to get into the car due to his massive frame. Yeah, you can't drive stuff. You have Shots- to drive like a fucking golf cart or something when you're driving a lincoln (laughs) (laughs) you could drive a lincoln shots were changed and combined in editing to make Dwayne's entrance and exit from the porsche appear seamless have to edit around his fucking muscles (laughs) i'm eating i'm i was trying to think of all the wrestlers that have turned because we have the rock we have john cena dave bautista we kind of talked about this in one of our writer's blocks we were talking about Maybe. Or probably San Andreas. It was, prob- it was probably UFC 8 Armbark that we probably discussed them all. Because we're like, who could who could Airbud fight? Who um, <laughs> he Hulk Hogan, we probably could talk about that in there. Yeah. Um, next one. Both Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson drink their own brands of liquor as their characters. What is what is the rocks? Terra Mate or something? Terra Mana Tequila, while yeah. Reynolds drinks Aviation American Gin in the film. Both pretty wildly successful companies, I think. Never had either of them, but maybe they'd Me be neither. worth a try. I doubt it. Ginger, move. <laughs> um, next one. The jet-setting, globe-trotting movie features numerous exotic locations and settings, including Rome, Bali, Valencia, Cairo, Argentina, Sardinia, and London. However, many of the sites were actually in Georgia, USA, which doubled for numerous locations because of the COVID pandemic. Yep. And the and the weaponization of the green screen. Which I think definitely hurt it because if we if you relate it back to like Fool's Gold, it had those beautiful landscape scenes. Reality. Yeah, you could actually we- film there. Now, in some of these, I thought they were decent shots, but, like, when you see him, like, in the Colosseum in Rome, or when they're yeah, walking, when, bad one. when Ryan Reynolds is the walking jungle. up the beach in Bali, or when they're in the jungle in Argentina, I'm like, nah, this isn't it. This is a fucking soundstage. I could clearly tell, yeah. shot Ant-Man, yeah. I think it could have been a lot better had they had that ability to travel. I would agree. I generally, yeah practical effects over special effects which i think we can we're we're reversing our take on ishtar from last week where he said i don't think they needed to be in morocco yeah yeah they should have stayed in new york for that one 
They could have yeah. done it. They could have went to the fucking American Southwest and done it in Arizona or some shit. This, but Utah. like the movie, a movie like this that relies so much upon its its setting, I think, is really hurt by the CGI. Yeah, I mean, like, who's gonna tell the difference between Death Valley and a Moroccan desert when instead you've got Rome and London and Cairo in a warehouse? Yeah, in yeah. a warehouse. Um, next, Sarah. Apparently, that's the name of the bishop. Didn't know that. Yeah. She sings Downtown by Petula Clark while torturing John Hartley, to which Nolan quips, she's a good singer. This was actually a sarcastic reference to the severe criticism that actress Gal Gadot received when she covered the John Lennon song Imagine in an online event in 2020 during the beginning of the pandemic. That makes sense. I remember she was lambasted for that. As she should have Good word. That whole video was just just celebrity jerking themselves off it was so the highest degree did i did i ever tell you the one where it was like john lennon or not john lennon (laughs) he's dead john mayer was like hey can you can you do this we're all with all of us we're singing imagine but he accidentally sang imagine by um ariana grande ariana grande let's see if i can play it real quick with a current mood mini so this week, Gal Gadot and a bevy of other celebrities. Oh, he said Gadot. A rendition of John Lennon's Imagine. That was Maybe it's Gadot. Across the internet. I have to come clean about something. They actually asked me to be a part of this album. Sweet. There's oh, here's Gal Gadot singing. Cut. Take a look. Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. Kristen Wiig. No hell. I don't know who that is. Me with no makeup, you in a bathtub, <laughs> in bubbly. Ooh. <laughs> They're all just singing this. Me with no makeup, me in the bathroom. Yeah. Sounds like he did that on purpose. Either way, that that is comedy. That's hilarious. He's a funny guy. It's supposed to bring everybody together for COVID. He's singing Ariana Grande. <laughs> I think I think part of the thing of this movie though too is it's it's pretty timely cultural references which tend to date a movie as well. Yeah, it's you'll be like, "Ah, of course this is during COVID." Yeah. Mhm. We're talking um, about TikTok. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Seth. Not about licking each <laughs> other's buttholes. That was a good bit. Dick doc. Ooh, nice. Um, penultimate one for you here. Uh, Ross and Marshall Thurber has said in interviews that he views this film as a love letter to Raiders of the Lost Ark, National Treasure, True Lies, Ocean's Eleven, and the two versions of the Thomas Crown Affair. <laughs> a little love, yeah. love letter to them. Yeah, I could, I could see all, a lot of those influences for sure. Wore, wore them on their sleeves. A $200 million love letter. One of those which we've done but... already on here, National Treasure. Lucas, what's your? Yeah, you've seen National Treasure. What's your take on it? Um, I think I think they stink. I think they're proto proto Marvel movies, which is my least favorite type of movie. Now, since we're here with it right now, what do you think of it in compared to this film? A little bit better, a little more original, a little more compelling lead performances, definitely. I think it's relies less on action and more on like detective work too, which I kind of liked. 
But yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Better. Better More for sure. More a pure adventure this. movie. Yeah. All right. And my last one. Uh, nominations. This was nominated for 97 awards. Don't do them all. I was, I'm kidding. It was nominated for one award. Okay. The Georgia, do Film, the Georgia Film Critics Association. The GAFCA. The and it was the, the like this this award name is the craziest thing at the gaff because it was nominated for the oglethorpe award for excellence in georgia cinema yeah oglethorpe the the first the founder of georgia of course yeah so they have to they obviously have to make a movie award about him it's probably like who spent the most money in georgia to make a movie let's honor them and hope they come back because that's what oglethorpe would want Mm-hmm. And so that, that yeah, Georgia was originally founded as a penal colony. With penises? Where, no, like like Australia. Like that's where we're gonna send the prisoners. That was like oh, its really? first intention. Yeah. Not penal as in penalty, not penal as in penile, like penis. Exactly. I think there's a different word that's for a, that. That's a common mix up. <laughs> penal penile. Yes, just like in the pharmacy. They always we always mix that shit up. It's getting in trouble. <laughs> I'm like, so this is often. So this medication is for your penile dysfunction. They know it's for penal dysfunction. It's for prisoners. <laughs> it's for prisoners. Yeah. Um. So with that, let's get into the movie. Movie. In a movie. In a movie. Let's see what could Nicole Kidman be up to this week. She's stealing Seth's heart. Right out of his body? <laughs> yeah, like, it, this is the greatest, like old, hei- the greatest heist of all they time. Did that He's Temple of Doom. Remember, they ripped his heart out. No, I haven't seen all of the Indiana Jones. It's like when I ripped Caesar's heart out, but for real. Caesar hates that game. Just so you guys know, the ripping the heart out game is just Lucas just rearing back his arm and just, gah, and just grabbing the scruff on Caesar's side. It doesn't He like hates it. that game. <laughs> That or the plane game. The rocket one. Ew, he's afraid of that one. He <laughs> doesn't mind that one. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think she's trying to steal Seth's heart. But not and, in a romantic way. Yeah, and she succeeds. And that's why he's gone this week. Because <laughs> he's a walking corpse right now? He has to he's in Seattle getting a heart transplant. Oh from a, from a water buffalo. He actually needs a heart, and this has been like a like a twenty year ploy, That's like since Seth was born. Yeah. And she's trying to steal Keith Urban's heart this whole time to yeah. give to Seth. Sure, she's so been they, getting so close to him over years because she's only in love with the heart of a man. <laughs> she wants any her other, husband's heart. If it's any other part, she eats it. She's she's crazy. Always. She she's always you're trying to like give somebody else. She's eating your toes and. Eating the heart, yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, Seth, we hope you get your heart. You're in the Seattle, uh, Seattle, ICU. the Grey's Anatomy, yeah, the Grey's Anatomy ICU. Nicole Saint Kidman will get Wasserman's. Keith Urban's heart eventually and get it to you. I promise. She's on her way. On foot, and then she, you're in she, trouble. Yeah. She's on foot. She's running from Australia, just like I'm gonna get she there, can. Seth. She, well, obvious. She's like those lizards that can run on water. Yeah, and her stride length is like 18 feet. <laughs> her legs are so long. 
Yeah. When I went to the theater to watch Super Mario Bros. and Nicole Kidman came on, I was so hyped. I almost came home and did a Kidman corner. That would have been good, yeah, our inaugural one. We haven't done yeah. that. Um, Incoming. A little thing that Lucas and I talked about a Kidman corner where if we ever see a movie in theaters, we come and we do like a five, ten minute episode just about what we watch, just Review our takes and, on it. And say what Kidman's up to. Yeah. Much like we but do at yeah, the beginning of these. She came on and I was like, holy shit, it's Nicole Kidman to Marina. <laughs> I was like, she doesn't in even say Nicole Kidman, yeah. In the flesh. But taking flesh from people. Parting yeah. the Pacific Ocean and running to Seth in the flesh. It's her business. Yeah. And All right. Pressure. This movie. Um, yeah, we get we get the sort of fool's gold, like we said, opening, where we set up we set up the heist. There's there's supposedly three of Cleopatra's eggs. One is at the museum that they visit right away. One is owned by an arms dealer, and the third no one has ever seen. It might not even exist. And it's a narrator talking go. about the romantic love story of Cleopatra and the Roman general lover Mark Antony. They killed themselves together because they would have they would have had to answer too many questions about their rivalry love. And yeah, the whole mystery of the third egg. And so this whole narration was actually like a documentary on a screen as we see a, a faceless person attempting to 3D print the third egg and paint it and jewel it up. Yeah, why were they playing a documentary while they did this? I have no clue. Just for background noise. <laughs> I need to touch. I need to touch up on my on my history if I'm going to get this right. It just seems like it'd be good for the mood. The moody. The moody. Um, and then but you yeah, get the title card. Yeah. yeah, apparently Red. he's a, a great like. What would you even call it? a 3D printist? Like. Doing great work there. He knows how to program the machine. He knows how to do all the painting <laughs> and does. the woodwork and the the jewels and everything. He's Makes it legit. A pro. And you get the title card plus a definition of what red notice means. Yep, yeah, because I didn't know either. It's a arrest mm -hmm. warrant for the most wanted people in the world by Interpol. Yeah. And you cut to Rome with the giant police pursuit up to a building. This is the museum. Long where tracking shot. Very long. Where made American sick. It made Alex sick? Yeah. Not as sick. not as long as the tracking shot in the copper mind at the end, where it was all CGI though, where it went past That's like so the six cars all the way up to the Mercedes. It's, this one is a fucking drone shot, which I yes. don't like in movies. And this was like whipping the drone around. Just whipping it. I mean, if you have to use a drone shot because you can't do a helicopter shot, go for it. It's, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I disagree. This had a two hundred million dollar budget. They could have done these it all, better. So these I'm all look like a fucking yeah high school music video. Every drone but, shot does. We get up to this museum where American FBI art crime agent John Hartley, played by Dwayne The Rock Johnson, is on the case with the Roman Interpol police to find Nolan Booth. The second most sought after art thief in the world, who is supposedly stealing one of Cleopatra's one. eggs today. He's the first at this point in the movie. The most notorious art thief. Oh, he is, but then we find out he's not. No, after he gets booked, he's not. Oh. That's what does it. Because he's not wanted anymore. Oh. I think. So, they're closing in on him. They're like, he's going to steal one of Cleopatra's. Cleopatra's eggs today that's in the museum and That's what they, they go heard, in the yeah. museum 
Everyone sees the egg, which is clearly the 3D printed one. Everybody's like, see, it's here. The Rock is one step ahead as he gets a thermal detector and shines it on the eggs. He's like, did you know that gold gives off radioactive heat yeah. that reflects the human heat? So it should be showing up red and not blue on these detectors. Yeah, he clearly learned his lines minutes before stepping on the set. I think, you know, he's just not a, he's not natural, an actor. He sure as shit can't play like a competent detective. The Rock. That's what he always plays, though, is some heroic savior detective kind of guy. Yeah, he needs to just be punching things. <laughs> he, he'd be great in the movies is just punching things, but... Um, shines on the egg. The egg doesn't reflect the radiation, so he knows it's fake. And so he grabs this kid's Coca-Cola, this obvious product placement, just pours it on the egg, and it disintegrates. I was like, a bold move there to pour Coke on Would this... But would it Fabergé. ruin, like, gold? Probably. You think Coca-Cola would not ruin gold? You can put I don't know. Coke on a gold ring and it'd be fine. Probably. You're probably right. But maybe it's not as pure. It'd be a bad look anyways. It really would be. But the, the egg does erode. Um, and now everyone is chasing Nolan Booth, who is still in the room. Yep. He's, He's trying to be undercover around. about it all. He's trying to leak out, yeah. And he's getting away. The rock's right on his chase, but he's too big to fit through this tiny doorway. But is strong enough to pry it open. Eventually, these sliding door things. Yeah. And, um... There's kind of some cool set pieces in, in this big, long chase scene. Like the scaffolding stuff? I like that. It's yeah, too... Ryan it's too fucking cutesy still. <laughs> these cops keep trying to chase Ryan Reynolds up the scaffolding and every time he looks over and there's just another red pin that he can pull so they fall it's like one after the other it was never anything different it was just another no, and, pin and like like the Marvel movies I think these characters are pretty self aware with their plot armor so they're never like oh my god we're gonna die or we're gonna get caught in danger it's just like yeah fucking who, who whoopsie doos you know People are firing guns at me. Let me pull this pin slowly yeah, and laugh. Let me, let me make a joke. But John uh, John Hartley stays right on his tail most of the time. Ryan Reynolds continues to pull the pins all the way up. There was a nice Wilhelm scream in there. Did you catch that? There was. There's one later, too. Uh-huh. Double and, Wilhelm. Um, and Nolan makes it all the way up the scaffolding to the next level the next floor mm -hmm. of the museum, but John meets him up there, has him at gunpoint trying to arrest him. Then, then his teammate cop, lady cop, comes in. Doss. Doss, is that her name? Yeah. Dumb. Agent Yeah, she Doss. shows up, distracts the rock, knocks his gun away, does Ryan Reynolds, jumps out the window, correct? Yeah, well, in classic Ryan Reynolds fashion, too, he's just stalling, making jokes the whole time. Yeah, which I, I just hate it. Fuck him. Fuck his jokes. Fuck his dialogue. <laughs> he didn't jump out the window. The Rock tackled him through a museum stained glass window. Okay, maybe, yeah, I think this is, I like that set piece, yeah. You love anything with stained glass. I like some stained glass. I like some color. You like the, the Great Wall with all the stained glass in really there? Good. You liked uh, the church from... Santa with muscles with all the stained that glass. That's nice, yeah. Yeah. You just like That's, a good stained glass set piece. It's good aesthetic. 
Yeah, it is. But yeah, he tackles him through this like a linebacker. I was like, Jesus. And now you're about to get this badass car chase scene with the portion, but he's on a well, moped I, to the Beastie Boys. <laughs> I laughed right before this, too. Maybe my only laugh of the whole movie because uh, Ryan Reynolds jumps down and lands on a like a vendor's tent and bounces off and the rock jumps down on it and just, just falls, falls through, through it and breaks it all. That was maybe my Too heavy. Laugh. It was yeah. too heavy. Too big. But yeah, so you're about to get this big chase scene to the Beastie Boys. And then he gets hit by a fucking Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. Ruins or no, that it was a, a van. A Volkswagen van. Yep. But more product placements too. And no one got away. He's away. And it's Bali. End of act one. Yeah. Bali 56 section. hours later. And this, we already mentioned the poor CGI'd island beach house shots as he walks up the beach. He cruises up to his hideout inside his home and in there waiting for Nolan is Agent Hartley with the Interpol having yeah. him surrounded. Again, no, no sort of drama or tension at all. He's just like, hey, the mail's home and it's me. I gotcha type of bullshit, you know, <laughs> as he pours his own gin too, yeah. Yeah, his own tequila. Him. No, that's that's the Rock has tequila. Yeah, they both pour their own. Oh, but yeah, he's making jokes about the the painting, like it's from Etsy, and yeah. Oh, where'd you where'd you get all these friends? And anyway, he's held at gunpoint, and John ends up telling Nolan about all his motives. Apparently, he did his history on Nolan Booth because his motives, his actions, his history of stealing all that. Mostly, he says, it's all about the thrill of stealing and his motivation to do something that makes him feel worthy of his own father's love. Yeah, I, I barfed at that point. It's just <laughs> laid on so thick. No discovery. They don't want the audience to ever discover it. They just tell him outright, yeah, this it's because of his dad. There you go. We don't want you to know. Don't need a flashback. Here you go. Don't lift too hard. They could have used a good flashback there. I wouldn't think so. But, so they do all that, and supposedly John knew where Nolan would be because of the bishop, who is actually the most wanted art thief in the world that he has been working with. He He's working with a criminal to catch a criminal in the act. Yep, they have a mole, and yeah, now she's the most wanted because he got caught. And as he gets arrested... Everyone, they take the egg from him and whatnot because he was holding on to one of Cleopatra's real eggs. And as everyone's leaving, one mysterious masked police person steals Cleopatra's egg from the armor truck and replaces it with another fake. Yeah, and then like hides under the car like a spider. Takes off her mask. It's Gal Gadot. It's, it's the her. bishop. It's, it's her. It's Wonder Woman. So he had worked with the bishop to catch him. But then she crossed Agent Hartley to get the egg back. She was there the whole time. She did. She was the whole time. The whole time? The whole time! <laughs> um, so back in Rome. Agent Hartley's getting ready to board a plane. And uh -oh. Doss, the, the head Interpol lady, we keep seeing talking with him. Um, and holding Cleopatra's egg. It's in his bag. Uh-oh! but she drops it and smashing it, showing that it's a fake. She's like, what are you doing? You're in on this. And he's like, no, I'm an agent. What are you and talking she's about? Like, yeah. She's like, I did a background check on you. And she's and like, guilty. how did no one, 
How when, how did no one know you at the bureau? Yeah. He's like, I he swear I'm innocent. Someone he also had $8 million dollars wired to a Swiss bank account for him, and now he's trying to flee the country? That's suspicious. He didn't even get the real egg the whole time. Yeah, he's being set up, They say, he says. She doesn't believe him. Well, yeah, because why would he leave with a fake egg? He didn't know. Then he's a secret agent. He's fucked, is the thing. Yeah. So, he he's going to prison. He... And he's in a Russian prison, and he enters his cell to see that his cellmate is Nolan Booth. Yeah, of course he is, because they wouldn't separate those two at all. The man that he just arrested. (laughs) Could you imagine if, like, like a cop just here in America arrested somebody for a crime, and then he ends up in the jail cell with the guy he arrested? He would be murdered. Well, and it wouldn't happen either because if a cop is arrested for being a dirty cop like Dwayne Johnson is, then all of his prior arrests would come under question and they would have to be released because they're like, we're all of his arrests dirty. You know, you can't trust any of this guy's arrest records anymore. So they'd have to release yeah. Nolan. But then there's this whole, the rest of this plot is set up um, because Nolan says, yeah, I'm looking for all three of the eggs. That's what I'm doing. If you get all three together before this Egyptian terrorist billionaire guy's daughter gets married, he'll give you how much money? Hundreds of millions or something? Three, 300 million. Yeah, 300 million. So it's this big art scavenger hunt for the world's criminals. He's like, I, we know where one is. It was in the museum. We got to get it from the bishop. The second one is with this arms dealer. In Spain. And I, I know where the third is. He just says he knows where the third is. I think he said he doesn't exist at this point. But he says mm. we'll figure that part out along the way. But yeah, Nolan gives him the scoop how the bishop was able to take out one, her lead investigator now in Agent Hartley, and her biggest competition in one heist. And now she can collect all the eggs for herself and give them to that billionaire um, for a wedding present and for the giant cash prize. So they're fucked. So they're they need fucked. to get out of here. They gotta work together. So, they're gonna work together. And they gotta get out of the prison first. So Nolan is in prison trying to tell him a plan. When he starts screaming out, he's like, wouldn't it be bad if people knew you were a cop? And he's like, yeah, why this guy this? is not a cop. He is, he's an, an agent. Why did FBI you do that? agent in America. Because it comes up later. We'll get there. Well, I, don't, I don't remember. Why did he do this at it all? A, it was a distraction. A diversion? It was a diversion to get the security guard key, like mm. the, the card off the guy. I see. Okay. He he did that all to it. get a fight to break out into the cafeteria because this one guy after he yells at named Drago. Yeah. It's like classic. He knows kung fu. Comes up to him, starts around him, just throwing food on his lap. Then he beats up the rock. Yeah. Tough tough ask, you would think. They get pulled out of the hall. Yeah, it would be, honestly. But they get pulled out of the hall, um, you don't know that he took the card, but now you listeners do, because Lucas couldn't remember. <laughs> but um, they get pulled out of the hall, and they're in their cell when they're like, the captain wants to talk to you. So they go to talk to the captain. It's the fucking bishop. Yeah, what the fuck is this shit? She has an office in the prison? How How is she the captain of the Russian prison? I don't know. And why? And she can just like, call in meetings with other prisoners. Who, who knows? Well, she's out doing all of her escapades. Who's running the prison? <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. It's just, it's plot, whatever. She's that, bishop, like, they realize, yeah. 
some of these some of these plot holes I was fine with. This one I was like, what in the world? <laughs> she is the captain of, of the prison. She of course she is. She's also the warden. She's also probably the fucking senator that's charging him at the trial. She I is. Think, you know, that's probably that's like that's what this movie does without really thinking too much about it. They go to trial, they realize the judge is Gal Gadot all along. They're like, how? <laughs> I'm the judge. They get to prison. He's the guard. What? She has all these she, jobs. She, she does them. She's for, the judge, but actually Ryan, Re- Ryan Reynolds was the bailiff in The Rock. Yeah, the is. secret agent is the jury member. And you're like, yeah. wait, what? Who's on trial? This is a great movie, guys. But, um, so, yeah, they go to visit the bishop, and she basically tells them how about how she framed Agent Hartley. She's like, she was like, I was, I was listening on everything. Um, I was the one that was able to wire the money to your account. I was the one that they called from the FBI bureau. Like, I don't know how yeah. they got her number when she looked it up, but yeah. So she, she set it all up and she knows that Nolan knows where the next egg is and how they can help her get there. They'll get a small share from her. 10%. He tells her to go to hell. So now it's five percent. Yeah, and well, he's like pretty committed to never working with her. Yeah. So they're still stuck in prison. She leaves. They got to devise a way to get out. And as they're trying to it's devise a, a way to get out, they're like about his dad. Yeah. Well, the rocks. Um, I think before that they're like lifting rocks and doing stuff. They're knocking over like they're knocking off rocks from the wall and they're just doing stuff. My mom laughed at because she was over with my dad. My dad was helping like spackle some holes in the wall because we're getting ready to paint the nursery and stuff. Mm-hmm. But she was watching it with me. She laughed at every single Ryan Reynolds joke. God. Come and on, she Karen. looked over at me. She's like, "Why are you not laughing?" I was like. Because it's red notice, mom. They're they're not the. There were a couple that I did laugh at. I chuckled, but like every one of them, she, <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> oh, I hate Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> but so yeah, you get a sad sap story about how Nolan was accused of stealing his dad's watch when he was little, and he didn't, and how his dad didn't speak to him for a whole year, and he never apologized for framing him about the whole thing. So then he never talked back, and then he had to go to boarding school. Then he became a criminal. Yeah, all in dialogue. Another flashback would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> but The Rock has daddy issues too. Yeah, exactly. His but dad he doesn't want to talk about him. Was a, yeah, we learn that later, I guess. Well, and well, Ryan Reynolds tells that tells him that his dad was a cop the whole time which made him want to become a criminal because he didn't want to follow his hurt people like his dad did yeah and so um but yeah they both have daddy issues so now it's escape from prison time where this is one part that i actually like because it came into pharmacy stuff they make nitroglycerin Mm -hmm. they're like explosions they they talk about the soap the whole time how it's pure glycerin and they put it into a nitric acid cleaning solution, which makes nitroglycerin. But nitroglycerin is normally used as a as a heart attack medication, Lucas. Oh, do you blow Little people tablets. up? No, you don't blow people up. What it, what nitroglycerin does when you take it in the small doses like that, you put it under your tongue and it dissolves, is it expands all of your blood vessels so much so that if you have this crushing heart attack pain from your blood vessels being clogged, basically, and your heart not getting enough oxygen, it, makes it expands them. them. 
Yeah, basically, so that your heart is getting oxygen to it, and you can get to the hospital in time. Okay. Nitroglycerin, fun fact. That's for you, Kelly. It exploded this this little prison washroom. Yeah, because apparently there was a shit ton of glycerin and nitric acid there. So it makes a quick little bomb. Rock's wearing a little prison hat, too. (laughs) Yeah, he was the whole time. That's cute. A little little ship captain's hat. Yeah. And they beat the fuck out of law enforcement. (laughs) <laughs> they're they they become a real team because they're so in sync with their fighting now some kung fu type shit now yeah but you also learn that all of nolan booth's hijinks along the way where he was one yelling in the dining hall and two accidentally knocking a rock off the wall were planned to one get the security card from the guard and two to loosen the wall to break it down for their future escape He's been Correct. plotting these things. He's been breaking out of prisons all his life. He plans ahead. They have negative chemistries, also my note here. They just <laughs> it's like quick quip and then the rock's like grumble grumble, you know. There's just no back and forth. There's I even like, Ryan like Reynolds, when, I think, who I normally despise, he's like, fucking gimme something guy. When they're outside and he like leaves him at the door and he's like, Where the fuck are you? Exactly. Precise. Um but so they're scaling this prison wall like along the edge because it's by a cliff, this icy wall, and they're sneaking up to this suspension bridge where this prison guard is just too distracted to see them escaping as he looks at shirtless pictures of Putin riding a horse. And, yeah, he's, like, and he's liking them all too. <laughs> every Instagram post of Putin's like, like, <laughs> like what? That's Did Russia. you need this? There's just no brains in this movie, Brandon. Not even a little a smidge of brains. It's <laughs> just like shirtless Putin. And like apparently everybody in Russia loves Putin so much and has I, to like his Instagram. <laughs> part of part of my note here is like instead of being subtle because they're like escaping from prison, The Rock just like says a one liner and then headbutts the fuck out of them, <laughs> and then like everyone sees him at that point. So there's a huge gunfight. Like you want to like sneak around a little, like choke him out maybe. Yeah, you could hear a headbutt from a mile away. Apparently, yeah, if it's The Rock. Up. Bang! And so Nolan is trying to get a helicopter for them to escape because there's a helicopter past the bridge. Yeah. Um, uses a dope snowball move where he throws a snowball in the face of the pilot sure. to knock him out. Yeah, very inventive. When was the last time you were knocked unconscious by a snowball? Never. Oh, in my life. Interesting. So just it just happened here this one time. Mm-hmm. Conveniently. Correct. Oh, okay. And uh, John is in the biggest like one-sided gunfight possible, because he had a little assault rifle, but it ran out of bullets, so now he's got just this little pistol firing at people with guns and bazookas and shit. And... Yeah, I, I was tuned out a little bit for this when they started doing the gunshots and shit. But... They get the helicopter started up, he's getting ready to go, so the rock starts running across the bridge at him, and this one guard that has the bazooka, instead of shooting the helicopter, which would ultimately stop the rock from running that way, decides to try and shoot the rock instead <laughs> with a full missile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, he, it hits the drawbridge right, by, or the suspension bridge right behind him, it explodes, he's hanging from the cliff trying to climb up it as Ryan Reynolds boards up the helicopter turns it around fires the gatlin gun at all the guards and starts to just take off without the rock gonna strand him there 
Rock's so, too big and can jump too high, though, Brandon. This is your classic helicopter leap scene. This happened in San Andreas, too, with The Rock. Yeah, this is some diehard shit. He loves it. Alex said that, too. He's like, she was like, I've seen this a couple times before. Yeah, it always happens. You're Mr. always jumping. This, is, this has happened twice in Transformers films, I'm pretty so sure. So. And so he gets up the, the bridge, yet yeah, jumps, holds on to the helicopter for dear life gets in and then the dude with the bazooka is like oh i should probably shoot the helicopter this time back-to-back movies with a bazooka helicopter scene done much better in the previous one. Oh, see i liked this one i, I mean i like this next move i liked ishtar's too like don't get me wrong i loved ishtar's where it like went by ishtar's. and they swerved but yeah. this one although cgi and kind of corny was pretty fucking badass I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like it. How Brandon's talking about here? He fires the rocket at the at the helicopter. It's dead on. He's like, "Oh shit!" So I think Ryan Reynolds, right? Or is it the Rock? It's the Rock. Yeah, the Rock. Of course it is. Oh, just merely opens the door and lets it pass through. Olays <laughs> through the door, and the rocket keeps flying. The, yeah, because it's coming right to the side of the helicopter. It's broadside. He opens both the doors. Sw- he did swing to the outside, like holding on to the outside of the helicopter as it went through both doors and out the so other dumb. side into a mountain. Pretty dumb. Yeah, and then kind of another shot. Kind of badass. Kind of dumb. The RPGs guys like darn. There they go. I wish I wouldn't use my other missile trying to shoot the human. <laughs> Like if he if he hit the rock with a goddamn bazooka missile, like the rock would be nothing. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) You're right. It would have bounced off him. Yeah. But um so now is it back to back missile scenes? London. Okay. The bishop was talking to like a data analyst that she had tied up. Tied up for some reason. She was using his computer, that's why she tied him up, to send encrypted messages to Agent Doss um, that John and Nolan escaped. Yeah, because no one one could, like, phone them besides her. Yeah. Or any news about this got out, yeah. I also don't know how the bishop knew they got out, but she assumed they did, so she sent the message. She's the captain. (laughs) Oh, of course. I guess that makes sense. But, um... They also sent it, she sends it with a little, like, 8-bit signature tag, which is like a, a bishop piece in chess. Mm-hmm. One of the themes, yeah. Chess is a big part of this movie. Kind of. And, uh... Thematically, a theme of the chess. The guy, the guy that was, like, tied up, pushed this little security button with his foot underneath his desk that's, like, hidden under carpet so that she wouldn't know... And as she's getting ready to leave, this cop breaks into the door. She trips this man as he walks in. That man died. <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> he did. I thought this was a little funny because the guy just clearly wanted to make out with Gal Gadot the whole time, too. He's he very, did. He's waiting for He it. did. He did. But yeah, she trips this guard that comes in with this gun. He smashes his face against his like marble table in the room, just like right on his temple. Bleeding. Immediately died. Yeah, yeah. bleeding out. She's like, "I'm sorry, I had to do this in your office." We're out of here. But yeah, so she kills that guy out of there, and John and Nolan end up meeting with Tomboy, some pilot acquaintance of Nolan's. I don't remember this. The one black guy that was like worked with oh, Nolan like that was the pilot. Seconds. Yeah. Yeah. He, Tomboy. He broke him out. 
So they're in a plane. They're trying to figure out how to get to the masquerade party by the arms dealer. And you get a good high C product placement, too, in the plane. You see some high C. He just throws it on the ground. Yeah, because Tomboy's like, you don't get juice boxes. And then it's Ryan Reynolds drinking a high C juice box. But Nolan is telling... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Nolan tells John his whole plan for stealing the billionaire's egg that he already has. There's a bunch of security that they'll need to get by, including voice and facial recognition, armed guards, titanium vault doors, and, like, self-changing passcodes that are only accessed via Sotavoce's phone. Ocean's Eleven shit. But apparently it's, it's totally, totally easy to just walk into this arms dealer's residence. For his big party, anyways. How they get? How they get invitations to this party? That how was they never walk covered. in through the door. Well, Ryan Reynolds was a servant. Okay, so he theoretically, yeah, how the rock get in just by being big? I guess intimidation. I guess. But he gives them this whole thing. They're in Valencia. Yeah, this is this is at the masquerade party. They're both there to steal the egg, but they catch out of the corner of their eye the bishops there too. Theoretically, to steal the egg as well. Yeah. And now you get your classic John and the Bishop tango dance scene. It's So that it's, he doesn't it, let her out of his sight. And there's lots of, like, flirting and sexual innuendos. It's just, he's not a, a being of attraction, The Rock is. People love The Rock. They don't love him in that fashion. They're not like, oh my god, what a hunk. What a what I'm pretty a sure he's symbol. one sexiest man alive. He's one like sexiest rock alive, sexiest <laughs> sexiest geode, he's geode not, alive. Yeah, he's not a sex symbol, a rock. I'm pretty sure he's won it, and Ryan Reynolds. I know Ryan Reynolds has won it. I think they both have. Ryan Reynolds, I can see the rock is too big again. He's just not your type, you know. He's not. Well, he's not a suave guy either. He's like a fucking <laughs> you, you NFL like, linebacker. You like a, you like a slimmer man. I guess. I like some personality <laughs> in a man. Which Ryan Reynolds has. Yeah, bad one. Who's your sexiest man alive? Is it Ashton Kutcher? Give me give me like a distinguished Clooney probably still. Yeah. I always loved Ryan Gosling. He's pretty good. Yeah. Well, now you hear it, guys. Those are our sexiest man alives. Oh my god. Anybody watch the fight last night? Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis. I caught it on TikTok Live. Nice. No, I got it on crack streams. Good fight. I caught it in the fourth round, saw it ended in the seventh. And I saw that body shot, too, because it was like, nobody really saw it happen. It was so quick. But I saw it happen. I was like, oh, good body shot. And then, yeah. and then like, five seconds later, he dropped. I was like, oh! He's a shut down. Peeing, yeah. peeing red. Oh my god, good liver shot. <laughs> he was on red notice, his liver was. He was. Red notice. But, um, <laughs> so, after this tango dancing, because he's not going to let her out of his sight, um, he lets her out of his sight. Voce storms in to dance with the bishop. He's like, I got to dance with the sexiest woman at my party. Yeah, he thought he was being caught. Rock did. He's yeah. getting his lady taken. And what he does is he sets his cup with his drink down on Nolan's tray as a server. So now they've got a fingerprint there. And sure. as as he comes to steal his girl, John bumps into him when trading dance partners. And when he does, gets his phone out of his pocket for the passcode. Pockets him. And then Sotavoce 
is gives this big long speech when our main dudes sneak out to go make the theft. But Agent Doss is here too. How did she get in the party? I don't know. Yeah, an art thief at this. Yeah, sure. Why not? More the merrier. No, she's the police. That's what I mean. Like uh, the police, you're just letting her into this big art thief party. Oh yeah, big arms dealer party. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I love I love that scene where he was like my. My dad said, "If you're not a good hunter, you're not. You don't do it in one shot." And he fucking shot his chandelier and it set it on fire. That was a cool shot. I liked that. I liked cool that. But piece. so yeah, after after he storms into dance, they've got the phone. They've got with the passcode. They're mm-hmm. gonna have the fingerprints. Um, no one spills a drink on John because they bump into each other, and so they go together to walk through the halls to find a washroom. They gather their materials, get ready. And they set a timer for 45 seconds. I don't know why they needed 45 that seconds. 45 seconds takes them to change their guards, I think. Oh. So when they change, it takes 45 seconds for them to get to their posts. And they sneak in at like 9 seconds or whatever. Mmm. So, they gotta get into the vault in that time. They pass the guards into the safe room. They got into the vault. They also had like this facial recognition. Deep fake on an iPad. Yeah. And so they were able to get everything to get into the vault door, even though they did break the glass with the fingerprints in the room because they ran into each other. Yeah. But right as they're about to get into the vault, guards start noticing the sensors on the vault are open and Agent Doss storms in on them to stop them. Yep. Big like confrontation. Like, are you really guilty? Are you really innocent? Doesn't the rock... He's, he, if, if you're uh, an agent, you will arrest him right now. Yeah, which he does, it appears. He does! He does. But then he doesn't. He he pretends to snap the handcuffs onto Nolan. Mm-hmm. You hear the click. He very precociously stands in front of Nolan so you can't see it. And then slaps the gun out of her hand. They break into the vault room. And they're safe in there with the egg. Except there's Gal Gadot. She's also there. She, she's already there. She, somehow she's like, oh, there's another way. You just don't know how. So they're <laughs> in there. And as John tries to arrest her, we now have a giant red-lighted vault room fighting scene with ancient artifact weapons between three former superhero characters. Yeah. It's, it's lame. It's just lame. The whole, the whole joke of it, too, was that Gal Gadot is this super great spy and Top she's got God. yeah she's got all these training and fighting skills the rock is huge he's gonna be good anyway but ryan reynolds cannot catch a break in these fights to save his life he's well, the yeah, butt of the joke coward, yeah wouldn't have been so much funnier if instead of ryan reynolds it was jay baruchel or michael Sarah the whole time it would have it would have yeah. as this person because then him break trying to break the glass with his elbow would have been believable Michael Sarah More importantly. <laughs> That's all that matters. Correct. What do you I put, think? I think Seth? I nominated him as worst actor. You did. I did. But not The Rock. Yeah, I mean I don't actively hate The Rock. He's just He's just there. You didn't nominate Gal Gadot either. Yeah, she wasn't that bad. I thought she was decent, yeah. But, so now we get this big fight scene. John and Nolan both get beat up by the bishop mm-hmm. when Sotovoce Voce comes in and reveals our second twist. He's been working with the bishop the whole time. They're sure. together. Yeah, sure. Why not? And so our two guys get knocked out 
and wake up in a coliseum cellar? Yeah, below a bullfight. <laughs> and they begin for drama to, sake. They begin to do shock torture on John. My note is they shocked the rock and his pebbles. <laughs> nice. Thank you. I put my note was they begin shock torture on John and his nipples, cock, and balls. Yep. All to get Nolan to tell them where the third egg is, because he's the only one that supposedly knows. And then, after the shock therapy to his cock and balls doesn't work from Gal Gadot, is like, let me do it the old way. And what he fucking does is he takes... <coughs> bless you. Sorry. He takes off his shirt for some reason this to is also, choke him out. This is even funnier because he gets his strangling glove on. He puts on a, a specific glove he loves to use for strangling. Why did he take off his shirt? <coughs> it's just his thing. This actor, right, this Canadian well, actor, putting on this Spanish accent. Because there's like an offhanded remark that he loves strangling earlier. His dad right, strangled him so, when he was young and he liked it now. He's choking out John <coughs> and Nolan breaks eventually, telling him the eggs are in the Great Pyramids, in the secret gym of Cleopatra. They never left. Third's eggs in Egypt. And then my next note is, third egg isn't in Egypt. His mom was an Egyptologian. <laughs> yeah. I think that's correct. Line. I think it's the correct nomenclature, nomenclature, but it's a dumb one. My other thing was, he could read hieroglyphs before English. Yeah, it's a good little joke. He knows every hieroglyph, but... Um, as they, as the bishop and Sotto Voce celebrate that they found the third egg, the bishop drugged him in his champagne and is sneaking off out all by herself with the info and eggs. And her eggs. She's got two of them. And uh, Sotto Voce is like, crosser. so that's a triple cross now. Yep. Three crosses. So Voce wakes up in a drug stupor. And just finds this revolver and just starts firing it. He can't really see them straight, but. He, yeah, he's trying to hit the other guys. It apparently hits the handcuff because the rock is able to get loose and, and smack him. He's always been loosey-goosey. Yeah. But so yeah, he, he shoots their a lot cuffs. of punches. John's able to break free. He knocks out Voce. And John's about to leave when Nolan tells him that he's been lying. The whole time about the whereabouts of the egg. John doesn't care. Just wants to find and arrest the bishop to clear his name. He's been framed this whole time. Wants to get back to the life of an FBI agent. Mm -hmm. And so Nolan, Nolan talks, convinces talks him. him into it. Yeah. Letting him go. The only way to find the bishop is to beat her to the actual site of the egg. Because she'll eventually be Doesn't there. They just have to be there waiting for her. Yeah. That's actually decent logic. I mean, but... Wouldn't she be in Egypt too, though? Because yeah, it turns probably. out she's fallen. I don't know. It's who? Who cares? It's all plot, right? <laughs> it is plot. And um, he's um, like, "All right, fine." They, so they start running from Voce with an assault rifle and end up in the bullfighting coliseum. Yeah, doesn't look CG. It does look CGI'd. It all looks CGI. The bull does. The people do. It looks bad here. The bull hits the rock. And it really looks CGI when he hits the rock. Yeah, that's like a full blown. That's a big old bull, and Rock just like shakes it off. He rolls a little bit. He he, he rolls he to the ground, hit, but, but then he's like not injured. He's not like his organs aren't damaged, which they would be. <laughs> that is a charging bull. 
Yeah, he's like, I'm fine. I'm the rock. I got a abs. raging bull. And they leave. I've got abs. Good one. They leave the Coliseum just like they just let them leave, and then they they become hobos. Yeah, they're stowaways on a train. It's fucking dumb. And it's also CGI. They're, they're riding the CGI rails. And some uh, more father talk. Yeah, John is like hanging Nolan out the train car. He's like, Tell "Kill me if you want," because there's another train coming. And he ends up pulling him in. He's like, "See, you're not a killer. Now tell me about your daddy." Yeah, they they have it out about the dad. And part of it was like, does the heart to heart convince convince uh, Ryan Reynolds' character to tell him where it really is in? Yeah, John spills his guts out about his dad con man. His like his dad was a con man. So that's why he became a cop because he didn't sure. want to follow in his footsteps. So the Rock's dad was a con man and he became a secret agent to not follow in the footsteps. But Ryan Reynolds' dad was a cop, so he became a con man to not follow into yeah, the steps because they both had daddy issues. I hate to invoke you with a self quote, but when they said that that I, my dad was a cop, so I'm a con man, your dad was a con man, so you're a cop, I was like my dad was toast, so I became a toaster. It's just so dumb. <laughs> I'm so happy you invoked me. I did, self-quote. That's what it feels like to be invoked by Lucas. I Check off honored. my bucket list, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, they have this whole thing, and they realize that now they have each other's trust. And so we get a history lesson from Nolan about Nazi Germany and Hitler's art dealer, Rudolf Zeich. Who mm-hmm. shipped a bunch of Nazis machine parts to Argentina from Germany. So this is clearly where actually all of the the hidden art and artifacts are actually yeah. at. And this, this is, is like, in Argentina. Yeah, which is a common Nazi trope. I think that based in reality, after the war was over, a lot of war criminals went over to Argentina. There's I mean, whole, that's where Hitler was supposedly was. Yeah, there's whole villages over there that only speak German. And you're like, it's a little weird. You guys, a little weird. <laughs> um, but this is also the Indiana Jones thing, where the Nazis had the had the art, the valuable stuff. Yeah, and well, apparently Nolan's cop father was a um, storage war bidder <laughs> who loved to bid on Nazi treasures. Yeah, one of which was the watch that Nolan was accused of stealing. This was like a Nazi watch from Rudolf Zeich. And one mm-hmm. day, as he was older, he found the watch, threw it, and broke it. And inside the watch, on the inside of like the seal, was Zyke's name, a date, and numbers, which seemed to be latitudinal and longitudinal coordinates to the third egg in Argentina. Exactly where it is, which is also dumb because that's not how latitude and longitude works, where it's like to the foot. He's like, nope, this is exactly where my, my watch says it should be, this exact foot, where it is. Because you have to do latitude and longitude and then minutes, seconds, because there are yeah. minutes and seconds and directions and as well. It's dumb. But they do, but, they set off for Argentina. And they're hiking through this non-CGI jungle mm-hmm. when they're supposedly at the X on the spot on the map. But maybe Nolan can't read maps, though, and they're way off. He's like, oh, maybe it was upside down, and my compass is bad, and... Yeah. Slapsticky. John freaks out, kind of like like he should, and he throws the compass on the ground when they hear a clang. The bunker? 
It seems like it because there's a Nazi insignia on it. <laughs> Just underneath the surface. So yeah. they open it up down a spiral staircase and inside they find a vault door that apparently can only be opened with that watch <laughs> that he broke. I know. and he, Well, he has it back because he got it repaired. I kind of like that. He's a complicated guy. His relationship with his dad. But he, it was stupid how he's like, oh, hell yeah, I have it right here. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, that, the one guy has it in his possession. I don't know. Kind of dumb. You wouldn't it have been funny if like he was like, ah, I left and it. they have to go back to the poncho. U.S. They have to go back to the U.S., get the watch, then come all the way back that to Argentina. Gal Gadot's been waiting for them the whole time because she can't get in without the, the watch passed. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the wedding is bad. Yeah, that would have been hilarious. But he has the watch. They open the vault door, and this bunker is full to the brim with ancient artifacts and relics. It is. There, yeah, there's the one. They have the, the cool Mercedes Benz. Indiana Jones drive. Um, And of course, they find the egg. Nolan picks it up and drops it on the ground. Says five second rule. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did and, I um, laugh at that part? She was gone by this point. Oh, okay. But the bishop comes in to steal the egg and end their sure. fun. She's been right behind him. She's like, I knew the Egypt thing was a lie. So it was a cop. has them at gunpoint. Yeah, <laughs> Agent Dawson and company is there to arrest them. Start opening fire. Big old gunfight. The Rock, the rock being the- an agent opens fire back at them. At the, at the cops. He's killed a lot of, in- or he's attacked a lot of enforcement so far. They, of course, jump in the 1930s Mercedes. And they drive. It's a it's super cool car. It's really cool. Yeah. And they start to drive through the um, copper mine tunnels. That apparently is how they got the car in there and a lot of stuff. With the authorities hot on their tails. It's, yeah, and it's like a car chase. They shoot each other the whole way through this mine shaft. You can't see any of it. Tight quarters. Yeah, <laughs> very dark, very tight quarters. I would love to see the, the fucking climax ending of this movie. <laughs> It's just all. But, it's, um, it's too up its own ass. They're like, we're gonna be stylish. We're gonna make it dark and shadowy and light it really cool. And you just fucking can't see anything. You were able to see a little bit, mostly that Ryan Reynolds and The Rock end up beating up guard after guard. Do and they? Escape. Yeah. They catch yeah. an egg at one. The egg in the air one at one point. Yeah. Only Doss is following him, but Doss and. Uh, the bishop are holding the like satchel that has yeah, the egg in it. That. It rips. It comes into the air. Ryan Reynolds jumps, catches the egg, and now they're all together driving off with Doss just falling behind. When Run they the come road. to the edge of a waterfall, they can't. They can't stop and let Doss shoot him. Nope. They so right they drive through. over the edge in this twenty-five million dollar Mercedes and Cleopatra's third egg. Damn fall into the water and they only? end in the water someone grabs the egg and it's nolan he He's resurfaces the only one who holding the survives, egg survives apparently yeah only one and he comes to the shore starts looking around for john doesn't care a shit about the bishop but it looks around starts yelling his name and then sets the egg down yeah makes a decision to go back in and save his friend did you cry I did not cry. <laughs> but lo and behold, John's actually already on land. He he surfaced minutes ago. Yeah. He's like, what, then, what the fuck are you doing? This all ruined the movie for me, too, if it wasn't ruined already. Because this is like the serious moment. They have the heart-to-heart, like, we're actually buddies. And then instead, it's 
they just keep undercutting each other. They're just like, ah, I'm, you know, no homo type shit. You know, it's just the, the worst. It undercuts the serious climax of the movie. The emotional heart of it is, is burnt. I, I do agree there. Like, I'm, I'm fine with a lot of Ryan Reynolds' quips and jokes and whatnot, but like, One this time. moment where it's like him, he set down the egg, he put aside all of his, um, aforementioned goals and whatnot um in his whole lifestyle to go back and save a friend that they've gone through the whole time and now to pick it up and yeah it it was it was bad but um the bishop then turns up on the beach too and john goes to arrest her and i i looked at it i was like this is going to be a cross because it wasn't looking like he was cuffing her it looked like almost like what he did with nolan in front of dos but instead of cuffing her they just fucking make out. <laughs> they do make out. Big, big, long twist. My note: big double cross is our fifth cross. They did. We, I mean, we saw it coming. I didn't. I didn't know that they were going to be a couple. Of course, that's why but, they were awkwardly, badly flirting. In retrospect, yeah. In retrospect, I mean, I thought that they might still be working together, but I didn't think they were a couple. Mm-hmm. That's Wait, my take. I shouldn't have been. Um, but. They were, you get a bunch of flashbacks now with this info now, like you said, retrospectively, um, when they were dancing together, when they were fighting, all these like little one-liners that The Rock has said. Um, yeah. Also, a lot of chess-related puns in here. Yeah. There are two bishops Dumb. on the chessboard. Two of everything, but, except the queen and the king, yeah. And they cuff Noel into a tree, sneak off to this Egyptian billionaire's wedding with all the eggs. Like, but, oh, damn, they got Ed Sheeran as the musician. Ruined, ruined it as well. And then Sharon's like overacting. <laughs> he goes huge in this scene. <laughs> they, they gave him some meat to chew on. He's in the movie for 45 seconds. He Too gave long. it his all. Too long. But he's performing. The My favorite part was that Cleopatra, who is this Egyptian billionaire's daughter that's getting married. Yeah. She, he was like, look at these eggs that nobody's ever seen that I've presented to you as a gift. He's like, and also yeah. Ed Sheeran. And she's like, oh she's my like, God. Oh, yeah. Ed Sheeran <laughs> runs over to him and doesn't care a shit about the eggs. Yeah. That was, I, that was kind of funny. That was hilarious. But then but, they so, all get arrested, every single one of them. Yep. Dawson and the Interpol crash the wedding, arrest the father and Ed Sheeran. Yeah. As they should. He Crimes assaulted an humanity. officer. <laughs> no. It's music. Hi, Jinjo. You love Shiver. I do love Shivers. I, I don't like a single other one of Ed Sheeran's songs. What about and Galway 18? Girl, I like. A-Team, I don't. What about A-Team? What about Thinking Out Loud? Thinking Out Loud, I don't. What about photograph no what about take it back now don't know that one mm-hmm. come on and take it back love don't know don't come like on it. and take it back for us doesn't sound like me what about shape of you don't like that one what about castle on the hill don't that one's my least favorite what about lego world I don't know that one. Castle on the Hill is funny because he's like, he's like, ah, we all come from the shitty part. My friend, he's addicted to drugs. This one sells clothes. I, I laugh at that line. But <laughs> yeah, he's like, I love all my fucking shitty my, loser friends. My my one friend left to go sell clothes. My other one 
He just, his his dad just overdosed. He <laughs> and he's like the same. Yeah, like I was they, like, they, I they are one of the same. And, <laughs> and it's just a whole song. He's like, yeah, these they fucking suck. Don't worry, I love them. And they're like, the hell, man. Lego House. That's what that one's called. Yeah, I don't like it. This is our Ed Sheeran podcast where we talk about Ed Sheeran songs. We're almost done. We are, but so John and the Bishop get out of there, and now you're in uh, Sardinia. John and the Bishop are living the lavish life on a boat, but Nolan has been there the whole time. Heard them making love the night before, and he reveals his whole double cross plan, which is our sixth cross, where it was, he was arrested by Doss, escaped the arrest, and got all of their secure accounts on those Swiss bank accounts with the $300 million from the billionaire frozen. Mm -hmm. So now to to make it all up, all three of them are going to work together for the next big score. And as they propose that, they're like, all right, we need something. We need our next big hit. So Doss and the officials storm the boat, but they are nowhere on the boat anymore. And she goes back to their office and stamps their files with the red notice seal. They are most Um, wanted. There's a title, yeah. And you see the three of them at the Louvre. That's probably the next one. They all split ways. Probably stealing the Mona Lisa, right? I would, I would guess. And that is the end of Red Notice. Hell yeah, brother. We, we made it. Long what movie. did you think? What do you think about the movie, Seth? Oh! Oh, that's a period joke he did. <laughs> he was like, Red Notice... More about bled notice. Bled. And then he made a yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say he made a vampire noise. Yeah. Seth's gonna listen to this back in like four months when he finally gets to this point. Like He's gonna be years. like, "What the fuck were they doing in four, <laughs> four more years?" Um, Hell yeah. So that is that is the end of Red Notice. Do you think we we'll can take, get quotes done, or should we, we pause? Can get, we can get it all done, I think, because I had to redo my whole thing. But let's take a five second break, anyways. Like you know what? Let's do it. For the movie's sake. Movie. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think we're gonna get out of here. No, don't, don't move. Don't move. Why? Bulls. I have terrible eyesight, but they can sense motion. You're thinking of Jurassic Park. No! I saw a nature documentary starring David Attenborough. You're thinking of Richard Attenborough from Jurassic Park. Vamanos. Vamanos. They're telling me to run. They're telling me to run. If you run, you die! All right, yes or no? Was Jeff Goldblum in it? Oh my god. It was Jurassic Park. That's Jeff Goldblum. Asshole! Yeah, good one. <laughs> that goes back. You did that. You started guess, that on Napoleon on Napoleon Dynamite. The movie. Yeah. The, no. The the. <laughs> I remember I listening I to that because that because you that was when we started that episode on the YouTube. You'll hear us go. Let's do a vocal warm up where we all say something and then. 
when we were getting into the movie, you did that. And you're like, mm, 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 warm up. Good move. Yeah, I don't know why the fuck I'm doing this. And we were like, yeah, why are you? I was like, <laughs> let's do a vocal warm up. We all say movie. That's Lucas's. That's what we do in, in class often. In Montessori. Mm-hmm. And that's what Simple Jack does from Tropic Thunder. Yeah. And Jack from Sean Penn's movie. We we have quotes. We have quotes. I have a fair amount. How many, How many do you have? have? How many you uh, got? Sixteen up here. I got none. <laughs> I didn't you do have quotes no quotes? for this shit. I did, I got myself quote and I was out. Okay, so I'll just start the dialogue, saying some quotes. It's like a protest thing. Okay. Okay, okay. go for it. So it's just me. Yeah. No <laughs> um, quotes. No Seth quotes, no Devin quotes. It's just 16 from me. Let's hear him, cowboy. Uh, this is the bullfighting scene. Uh, mm-hmm. No, no, don't move. Don't move, John's why. No one's... Bulls have terrible eyesight, but they can sense motion. He goes, you're thinking of Jurassic Park. No, I saw a nature documentary starring David Attenborough. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you're thinking of Richard Attenborough from Jurassic Park. Hmm. Was and Jeff they... Goldblum in a... Oh, my God, yeah. it was Jurassic Park. Yeah, he had it wrong all along. Do you remember when we saw Jurassic Park at the Paddlehead Field? Me, you, mm-hmm. Alex, and Marina? I ate nachos, I had orange soda, I ate ice cream. Mm-hmm. It was like the best night of my life. That yeah. night, Marina saw Richard Attenborough on the credits and was like, oh my god, he's in here? He's so it's funny that yeah. there's a there's that mix-up. But uh, <laughs> That was a good next, next one, which was one of the... Ryan Reynolds, like, quips that I actually sure. laughed at. My mom died. Was The Rock goes, can you fly a helicopter? And Ryan Reynolds goes, does the back of your head look like a huge penis? Uh, yeah. The answer is they yes. They threw that in there. They did. <laughs> they did. They chose that. Um, very end of the movie. When the Most of these are probably Ryan Reynolds, but yeah. uh, The Rock goes, uh, you know what? You know what I think is funny, Booth? And Nolan goes, Vin Diesel's audition tape for Cats because it exists, which <laughs> I, I thought was funny because we did Cats on yeah. here, so I was like, "Oh, that's pretty good." Um, here, here's the 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 chess pun. This whole time you were working for her, not for with like partners, and she goes, "Yeah, we're both the bishop." Surprise, and he goes, "There's two bishops in chess," and she goes, "And a whole lot of pawns." Did you did you barf at that? Because I barfed at that. I did not barf. I thought it was clever. <laughs> I barfed. Um, this one, I don't know. This was an IMDb one. I took it. I guess I liked it. I guess it's kind of true. There's one thing that this is from the bishop. There's one last thing you should know. Trusting a thief can. Oh, I remember. I. There's one last thing you should know. Trusting a thief can be dangerous. But in my head, I went, trusting a thief can be dangerous business. <laughs> yeah, that's way better. <laughs> that's the best quote of the movie. Don't go hand in hand. <laughs> There's one thing. The one last thing you should know. She breaks out in a song. Trusting a thief can be that dangerous be, business. Be, that would make it a little better. A musical. <laughs> that raises raise it a whole point for you? Yeah, I don't know. It's got Red a lot of room to grow. Musical. Um... This is when The Rock pours the coke on Cleopatra's egg, and this one guy in the back goes, what are you doing? And the lady goes, it's fine. He knows exactly what he's doing. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. She yeah, had so much out. trust in him. Mm-hmm. 
Um, one that my mom laughed again that I felt obliged to take down. What are you, six for six on escapes now? And he goes, and no one goes, yeah, and one more, and I get that Shawshank jacket. Yeah. A I Shawshank mean, and a pulp, a pulp... Shawshank and a Pulp Fiction reference? All they need. Or a lot and of a Jurassic And a Jurassic Park? All they need is Lion Ocean's King and, references. and Forrest Gump, yeah. and they've completed 1994 blockbusters. There probably was. There probably probably quipped it somewhere. Um... Ryan Reynolds, once again, when they're in the prison, when he's saying, you shouldn't say that I'm a cop out loud, and he goes, this is a room full of murderers and toilet vodka enthusiasts. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty nice. I like the prison stuff better than the rest of the stuff, I think. You liked it? The prison scenes were <laughs> your yeah, forte? Yeah, better. Um, this is the bishop and Nolan going back and forth when she's revealed to be the captain. She's like, how does it always feel to be bested by the number one? He's like, I've never been bested. It's just a lot of luck on your part and she goes helsinki he's like my parachute failed she goes jakarta's like my Segway sank she's like macau he's like nobody knew that miley cyrus was going to be there it was a completely unannounced show yeah does that mean he went to the show instead of stealing the thing i don't know or there were just so many people there that he couldn't Maybe. complete his mission i like the other idea <laughs> I, I do too yeah he had to go um this one which comes up later i thought the the it was funny when it was first said, but then it comes up to be a plot point. But it's them showering together in the Russian prison, and Ryan Reynolds goes, "Say what you will about Russian prisons, but the soap is incredible." Yeah, and he's like, oh, "It's a hundred percent, a hundred percent glycerin." But yeah, he's like, "Do people talk a lot about Russian prisons in their soap?" I guess you gotta have one thing. Um. This is them on the plane using the deep fake face recognition. It's if you have more than twelve photos on the internet, I can send your mom a video of you mouth sexing a goat. It's like Ryan Reynolds, why do you have to say Come that? On. Yeah, and they took a lot of pictures of him right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After getting beat up, Ryan Reynolds goes, Wow, this is such a confusing erection. Sure. Sure did. Um, alright, we're down to just a couple. My f- Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Do you know who I am? I was in Game of Thrones. I'm Ed Sheeran, bitch. Bitch. Reference and I'm Rick James, bitch, I'm sure. Probably. It has to be. Has to be. No and my, my three favorite ones here. This was not really a quote. It was more of a subtitle. But it's when the rock is hanging from the bridge that fell mm-hmm. after he got shot by the bazooka. And my subtitles say... In English, and he speaks in English. He goes, "Son of a bitch," <laughs> and then again in English, he just goes, "Shit." <laughs> I was like, "Why?" Make sure it's not misinterpreted. Um, this is one that I thought you would laugh at. It's Agent Doss talking to Agent Hant- John Hantley. She goes, "I checked the FBI BAU directory." At Quantico. And it was at Quantico! Yeah, Quantico did get mentioned. Alex said that too. <laughs> Marina loves Quantico. If you haven't watched Quantico, she's always message watching Marina Quantico. about it. <laughs> she's not. But you think she is. She usually is. She's not. She hasn't watched Quantico in ages. Her favorite show. <laughs> you would just come home and say, oh, you watch a Quantico, huh? <laughs> she often was. Um, and my last one is when they first enter the Nazi bunker and like these lights turn on in there and yeah. the rock goes, well, it's gotta be hydroelectric power. <laughs> like, 
How do you I know that? I did laugh at that too. Because <laughs> he was like, there's got to be, but it cut, he's like, there's got to be Rotter running nearby, which I guess was to the waterfall. But the instant he jumps to it, it's got to be hydroelectric power, reminded me of, it's the piezoelectric crystals. Yeah. It was <laughs> that's the, the whole energy. quote it says. Yeah. yeah. And that's the end of my quotes. Is, are, are you done with quotes? Uh, that was all mine. Your one self quote. Yeah, I didn't what like was it dialogue. again? Say it again, just for good measure. Uh, it was my dad is a toast, so I'm a toaster. There you go. All right, it's ratings time. It's just me. Cr- critics, tomato meter. Got two wins under my belt. I'm gonna say I know this wasn't well received. I don't think I'm gonna say that thirty four percent. Oh my god, you're so fucking close. It's a thirty six. Oh, I am pretty close. Hey, good to me. Seth, you're down again. Uh, he, down. he did get the one, though. Mm-hmm. He got one of the budgets. Audience score on Rotten Tomatoes? That's uh, probably like a 58%. Uh, not close. It's a 92. No, oh, come on, people. <laughs> people. People love The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. People are dumb for doing that. Hi, Jinjo. Hi, Jinjo. I bet most people will say Gal Gadot was the worst of the three actors. There's no way. She was by far the best. <laughs> by far the best. But far. I'll say it right now. People are like, Ryan Reynolds was so Ryan Reynolds in The Rock. Yeah, fuck there's, that. there's just a, a charisma and a charm about there him. There isn't. He's large. Um, so Metascore? Metacritic, you say? Out of 100. I'll say, I'll say a, a 40. You're really close. It's a 37. Hmm. Interesting numbers. You're right in line with the critics. Uh, audience out of 10? Fuck, I don't know. 60. 6.0? Yeah. You're close. It's a 6.3. 6.3 people. You're a 0. 0.3, 0. 0.3, 0. 0.2, and then uh, 2.9 off. And then, and then you gotta do all your Rain Man stuff to tell us the averages, right? Ah, critics yeah. 36 and 37 for a 36.5 okay. and um audiences a 92 and a 63 which is going to be a 14 and a half which is going to be a 77 and a half okay what are you writing it brandon oh you're gonna start with me we'll switch it up a little tennis tag or when, because you played tennis a little bit, are you more of a singles or a doubles player? Probably singles. I don't think I've ever played doubles. Oh, really? Yeah. I mostly Never played doubles. Oh, sad. Just this you cat. got a friend in me. Just Jinjo. Who mauls you sometimes, but. Often. Um, I mostly played doubles in high school because the singles were reserved for like the best players, but. Um, this movie wasn't amazing. It definitely, I don't think I was ever bored with it. It had a decent pacing. I would say that if they could have shot on location, it would have been better, which it's hard to fault them for being the COVID pandemic, but I still will regardless. $200 million is way too big of a budget, but I do love a good heist film. I'm going to give it a 5.8. Okay, I thought that's about where where you would land the spaceship. Okay. I liked it more than some of our action films that we've done of recently. You know, our San and we always bring up San Andreas, our monster mm-hmm. trucks. I did like it more than The Great Wall, I think, just a little bit. 
which you will that. disagree with. It sure. was de- it was definitely better than stealth. Okay. But uh yeah, I think I'm a yeah. five point eight. Five point eight. It was okay. I think I'm going to give it I don't even I still don't know. I'm kinda of grappling with it as I say this. I'm gonna give this a, a one point one point nine on the lasagna scale. I think I, I hated a lot of it. The dialogue, I hated the rock, I hated Ryan Reynolds. I hated the CGI. I I thought it had a, more brains, maybe, in some of the storytelling than I gave it credit for, even if that did just about to, like, throwing twists on the on the wall like they're stickers, you know what I mean? Just twist, 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 just for the sake of twist at some point. Mm. Um, it's no Ishtar. I'll say a, a 1.9. I thought you that was right around where you were going to do it, too, so. We know each other well. Um, I do, what do you think say Seth would have given it. Seth would have given this a three point two. Yeah, I probably think in the twos or something. Yeah. Um, I would say that if you're not a fan of the Rock or the Ryan of Ryan Reynolds, it's Ryan. gonna of the Ryan, it's gonna be really hard to enjoy this movie anyway. Sure. But people eat that shit up, which is why apparently Ryan or the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is a ninety two. So crazy. I think people may even starve for movies, too. A 1.9 and a 5.8, that's 6.8, that's 7.7, divided by 2. It's going to be 3.9 average. Sure. Which is right about critics. Fair. We're critics yeah, ourselves. Critics. Yeah. Um, I wanted to vote for this for best-looking movie for our... Um, yeah, bracket. Our bracket. But then I watched it, and I was like, I don't know if I can. There's some really shitty CGI. I mean, it's not worst looking in any means. It's not grainy. There are parts grainy that footage. look good. Yeah, and there are yeah, parts there, there that are. Yeah. But I was expecting Fool's Gold best looking movie kind of stuff, and it yeah. wasn't, unfortunately. Spend your money better, movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, movie. Fuck you, movie. Fuck you, movie. But it definitely isn't the worst looking movie. Like I said, the room was grainy, two camera films overlapping each other shit. So mm-hmm. it definitely will be a nominee for for some rather for least with most least, resources. Least with most resources, yeah, for sure, for sure. We'll see if it lands in any of my acting. Um, you want to hear a couple of reviews? Seven. I've got Plus three critics, critics first. Yeah. First is by Peter DeBruge at Variety. They say, fun, fast-paced, and frequently amusing uh, divertisement. It's all reasonably clever, so long as you don't scrutinize it too closely. Yeah. No score, because he's a coward, but yeah. It's a a run-of-the-mill, just-kind-of-put-it-on kind of movie. Next is by David Rooney at The Hollywood Reporter. He says, you can't argue with the muscular marquee value of headlining Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot in a slick, fast-paced action thriller laced with playful comedy, even if it's an empty calorie entertainment like Red Notice. Okay. Sounds like a Fast and the Furious type deal. Yep. And then Justin Chang at LA Times says, A depressing reminder of what Hollywood considers original material these days. 
Red Notice plays one of those self-consciously convoluted, ultimately derivative long cons that strain so hard to seem breezily uh, insouciant. They wind up wearing you out. By the end, it's the cliches that warrant the rest. Yeah. A good word, insouciant. I-N-S-O-U-C-I-A-N-T. I I had to stop and read it for a second. Insouciant. I think that's how you say it. I'm going to have to throw that into my vocab now. What does that mean? Doesn't matter. We don't know what ostensibly means. <laughs> we kind of do now. Insouciantly. We used We used it so much that we kind of do. We haven't said ostensibly in a long time, though. Insouciance is a casual lack of concern or indifference. So kind of ostensibly. Insouciance. Ooh, insouciant. Insouciant, okay. Good catch. Okay. And reviews. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Who would have guessed? All IMDb? Yes. This had a lot. I figured. First is by returner, Leaf Weindraka. This guy. February 25th, 2022, they say, Mickey. unbelievable that this cost Netflix $200 million to make because you wouldn't know it from watching. An utterly bland and generic scavenger hunt film in which a trio travel the world hunting for Cleopatra's Fabergé eggs, a made-up plot point. Lots of exotic locations and money spent on the CGI-dominated action, typically involving fires and explosions, but made with a 12 certificate, so very family-oriented, lacking the crucial bite of a Bond or Bourne film. The Rock is a little bland. Gal Gadot, unfortunately... Gal Gadot, unfortunately, limited, and a wisecracking Ryan Reynolds, the only mildly entertaining part of this. As for the cameo at the climax, no thanks. Five out of ten. It's kind of a similar score to you still, even though he's shared mostly criticisms. Yeah. Just sort of harmless. He's, I, I get it. Yeah. Um, Snoopy style. Let's see what Seth has to say about this since he's not here. I would love it. November 17, 2021. This was the longest Snoopy-style review I've ever seen. Ooh. You've done a couple uh, yeah. scripts yourself, and so you've seen that his are relatively brief. One paragraph, which is a summary of the plot, Usually, and the second, yeah. his thoughts. But he said, uh, there's no, no doubt that this has plenty of star power. On its face, this trio should make a fun, slick action comedy, but it struggles to build chemistry. Right from the start, there's something unreal about this, more than its ridiculous superhero action structure. There's something wrong with the character John Hartley being imprisoned by the Russians. It doesn't make sense. It may not matter to some, but it's hella annoying to me. I started to respect the rock to or I started to expect the rock to turn. Even after the turn, the movie still doesn't make sense. Again, most chemistry between Ryan Reynolds or sorry, again, most people could not care less, but it is very annoying to me. The bigger issue may need may be a need for better chemistry between Reynolds and The Rock. It should be the easiest thing in the world for Hartley's character, um, but it is hounded by my suspicions. That prevents the chemistry to truly take hold. This one feels very desperate to be slick fun rather than actually being that. I'm guessing that they expect to do more with these movies, but I don't see how. Five out of ten. Critical, ultimately mid reveal. Yes, I think they're being too easy on it with the scores. Classic Snoopy style, though. Classic. 
Uh, Cosmasp. This guy. Cosy. Do you hate he him or do you love lately. him today? Oh, he sucks. Okay. November 17th, 2021. They say, it is this type of movie that is overall forgettable in the sense that you probably won't think about it much, either during watching it nor having seen it. But the actors make it quite an enjoyable ride to take part of. Mm. Even Gal Gadot, who I like and find quite attractive in general, but have not enjoyed acting-wise as much, is quite fitting overall. Ryan Redless's usual funny self, stealing the show if you allow the pun. Uh, any fan of this, of his, will be more excited watching the movie. Add the Rock is a spice, and you cannot do wrong. Lower your expectations He's and just go with spice. the flow. 7 out of 10. The Rock is the opposite of Spice. <laughs> He's scary Spice. <laughs> He's Ice Spice. I just always hate the thing like lower your expectations and just watch it. Like, no. Yeah, this is art. This is, we take this seriously. Lower your expectations and go with the flow 7 out of 10, Cosmas. Come on. Alright, three shorter ones now. First one is by Thunder King 6, newcomer. Okay, welcome to the party. December 13th, 2021. They say, my stalkers are trigged. A horrible movie. Very boring. Not worth watching. It's about three men searching for an egg. It concludes with a horrible ending. I always ask myself, what is the point of making these films? They look like filth. They seem pointless. Who comes up with these filthy movies? Don't watch this movie. Three out of ten. <laughs> that's it. That's a man who's after my own heart. Did he call Gal Gadot a man? <laughs> Probably. Probably. It's all his gender identity politics. And... Next is by W011YM4M5. Okay. Why Why for M five five on November thirteenth, twenty twenty one? They say a soulless, superficial, <laughs> hollow corporate product, devoid of character, chemistry, warmth, charm, or any semblance of personality. It's ironic that in a film which centers around the unhealthy, immoral consumption and accumulation of artwork, and how individuals fail to appreciate it for what it is, only caring about a piece's financial value, that same lack of artistry and the prioritization of needlessly gratuitous expenditure is simultaneously reflected in the movie's filmmaking. 4 out of 10. Hmm. Also, pretty high score for Solus. A soulless movie, which I agree with, but yeah. And the prioritization of needlessly gratuitous expenditure? Yeah, that's anti what I'm about. <laughs> that's anti Lukey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, penultimate one. Oh, I didn't put. Oh, shit. I didn't put a. I didn't put who wrote this? Mystery box. Oh, oh no. Hold up, I can find it real quick. I will find it for you. Reviews. Lucas Spitball. Um, I bet this is by Bevo. Or every movie's a 10. I'd be oh, happy shit, I'm writing, with I'm the writing a review cheese. right now. Um, I hope it's not Lee Eisenberg. I hope it's not... 
little songbird. She hasn't shown up yet. She's not here. She hasn't seen this movie? Apparently not. Um, yeah, I hope it's none of those. Every movie of 10 is really our champion. I love that guy. Alright, here it is. It's by Emily Kurtz. It's a newcomer. Um, she says, get real. Oh my god, people. Oh, OMG, people take life way too serious anymore. Relax and just enjoy a movie, for Pete's sake. Yes, this movie can be somewhat predictable, but not entirely. Aren't most movies now? Stop looking for the best movie that's ever been written and just grab your popcorn and sit back and chill out for a while. Fuck! 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10, nice. A true, art, a true critic right there. Remember? Yeah. And uh, my last one is by The One That You Wanted. Ooh, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Uh, November 20th, 2021, they say, Even The Rock looked like he did not want to be in this movie. And he is literally the most jolly man on the planet Earth and planet fitness. One out of ten. <laughs> and he got paid $20 million to do it, yeah. He did. He did. Um, that's going to end it this week. Red Notice. Lucas, are you recommending this film? Nope. It's a bad Marvel action movie without the flying. And without the Marvel. Yeah, kind of. Okay. The spirit is there. Fair. Yeah. I think I will recommend it, but there, this is like if like way down the road on high films. Watch your oceans, watch your borns, <laughs> watch, watch your, I don't know what else. Logan watch Lucky. that one. Watch that one Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> watch Logan Lucky. Like but there are better ones to watch first. The Sting. The Italian job. I, oh, the, I get what you're saying, the though. The sting is good. Italian job's good. Yeah, I mean, it's, there are these ones that you should watch. That makes sense. Yeah. If you love it, go watch it. But watch the better ones first, okay? Okay. And that's going to end it this week. Thank you, Seth, Thank for you, apparently Devin. being on for the first 33 minutes. Devin, for trying to make it. This is the end of season six. Next week, we've got our bracket for season six. Um, tune in. Tune in. Yeah, I work next weekend, so it'll probably have to be an evening one. That's and okay. normally on Sundays, I get off at six, but then they're like, hey, you have to do a controlled, obsin- uh, controlled substance audit that night after you close, which takes another hour, so it'll probably be at eight. That's okay. We'll figure it out. I thought the first bracket we ever did was... Uh, a celebration where we did tuxedos and yeah. nice wear. Last season was pajama wear, where Devin yeah. did not wear pajamas. But I'm thinking this season, frat bros. I want backwards hats. I want jerseys. Sure. You want buds. The fucking bros. You want, uh, what is it called? Rufalin. Well, I wasn't, think- I wasn't thinking that frat bro. We were going to roofie people, but. Oh. Maybe Seth. You could get Rufalin, I bet. I don't think I can. Is it not I really don't think I can. Controlled substance? Not, that's not a part of my audit next Sunday. Oh, okay. Um, we'll find a time to coordinate what our votes are going to be when we can get Seth and maybe Devin here if he does any votes. Um, we hope you enjoyed Season 6 and Red Notice and Ishtar. We hope you enjoyed Ishtar.
And uh, we're going to be kicking off Season 7 after the brackets with our 100th episode, not counting our TV oh. Talks or Writer's Blocks. That's cool. Yeah. Um, with my birthday episode, I'm finishing the season, season seven schedule, but if you want to get a jump on it, we're doing a film on Netflix called chef. Okay. Word. Okay. Word. I, it's I, I captain. I'm wearing a captain's word captain <laughs> word captain. Um, so thank you for joining us. Okay. Uh, send Lucas some recipes, send Seth some thoughts and prayers, uh, send Devin some nudes. Yeah, he loves those. <laughs> he fucking loves those. That shit. And with that, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. I love you. Bye. Movie. In a, in a good movie and a good douche. Thank you for listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback. So please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies. And remember, if it's it's good good and it's bad, it's it's probably probably the movies. movies.